better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday. It's Tuesday, February 13th, year 2018. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips. Here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, certainly we can do that. We can talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss. This afternoon, we always do. So, take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. And then send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it. We'll look at it. We'll review it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, all powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance and toll-free, one 978 1041 And for those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo is here. She has the news in a few minutes. Yes, we always sir. comment on that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo at about 4 o'clock, maybe a couple of minutes thereafter, we'll have that bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to win that You Matter business card that will guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life. Followed by Jack's audio file. Uh, we got the regular round of closest to the pin later in the afternoon during the 5 o'clock hour. Tuesday, Fritz on the street at 6. Then we have uh, some drive-home music for you and a PPT, person, place, or thing, to wrap things up at the end of the program. So there we go. I've had a lot today. I'm going to talk about the Olympics a little bit. Um, What'd you watch last night? What did I watch last night? Well, the snowboard halfpipe girls. Yeah, I watched that, of course. And yeah, yeah, what's yeah. your name? Chloe, Willie, Chloe yeah, Kim. I mean, terrific. Uh, oh, she was great. Watched that. I watched some uh, Super G, which I think is one downhill race and then one slalom. And they had to cut the, the course back because of the wind. I saw a little bit of that, a couple of crashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I watch? Um, ski jumping. Saw that. Is that oh. where they sort of lean forward? Like, over yeah, they the go feet? off the big jump. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, right. They fly. Yeah, they fly through the air. <sighs> and I, I saw some biathlon. I like that. I like the shooting part of that. Let's see what else. That's 50 yards, too. That's a lot. Yeah, when your when your heart rate is 180 beats per per minute, and you're you're shooting at a target 50 yards away, get out of here. Standing, prone, 
Mm-hmm. You can wash their stomach. If you can wash their stomach as they're standing, and sh- I mean, you can see where they, I guess they take a breath, hold it, let it out slowly, yeah. pull the trigger, whatever. But I, yeah, I like that. Um, let's see, what else did I watch? Curling? Any curling? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind You're of over, over the curling thing. You should be over it, though. It's only been on for two days. I know. That's why I'm over it. Uh, I mean, I, you know. I, I, what I, do you mean? It was on all weekend, Mo. They, exactly. They, yeah, they had the couples, and now they have the mixed couples. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too interested Swingers. in watching it. If I never yeah. saw any more curling, yeah. that'd be fine with me. Did I watch some speed last night? No, I don't think there. I think that was this morning I watched a little bit as well. And I'm just in and out, checking here and there and whatever. I'm so over this morning, Joe. Oh, I knew that was coming. You know, that that I've watched on a fairly regular basis, you know, for many years now. Mm. And he is just, he's worse than I am when it comes to butting in on uh, on people while they're talking. No. I mean, he's just well. insufferable now. I, I tape it because it starts earlier than when I get up usually. So I start and I watch. As soon as he starts talking, I fast forward it to the person who's answering the question and usually takes about not two minutes to fast forward, but he, he talks for two minutes before he gets to a question. Then he goes to whatever his guest is or guests or pundits, you know, for the response. And I just wait for their lips to start moving and I stop it. And I start and listen to what they have to say. And then I move through him again. Oh God almighty. I'd I'd send him a note, but I think it would be the same thing as sending a note to Steven Spielberg. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I do. Or you, <laughs> if you really don't want to have any connection with him, you can ask Pinkman to invite him to be a guest on this show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pinkman. So anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm back and forth and, you know, CNN and the Olympics. And I, I was watching last night the uh, the ski jumping, the, the the female ski jumping. I probably watched it for a good 20 minutes, maybe longer. And then I said to myself, I've already seen this. No. I saw it in the morning. Oh. Because the guy said, I'm just watching it. <laughs> off they go and off they go. And all of a sudden I hear one guy ask the, the color commentator, whatever you know, you'd call him, the analyst, does the snow ever affect uh, this jumping? And I'm going, isn't that strange? I, you know, I heard that question earlier today, this morning. And the guy <laughs> says, <laughs> and he answers the question. And I said, Oh, come on, Jim. It was word for, I mean, it was the same thing. It was what I watched in the morning. So, (laughs) okay, then. Let me talk about this, and then uh, we'll move on. Trump's budget hits poor Americans the hardest, aims to replace food stamps with high-end meal kits. This ought to be interesting. Mo should have more on that. I do have it, First female African-American pit crew member over in Daytona. That's interesting as well. And where's that story about the sailboat? Oh, here's the one. I read it today in the Sentinel, the daily paper. The couple who left their jobs and sold it all to buy a boat and sail the Caribbean, only to watch it sink to the bottom of John's Pass on the second day of the voyage. Mm. So uh, this couple, Tanner Broadwell, 26, and Nikki Walsh, 24, they sold everything that they had, and they bought this 28-foot sailboat. How old was this sailboat? 20, 30 years old? Anyway. So they spent some money. They purchased the boat for five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Spent another five thousand dollars preparing it for the voyage. Yeah, sprucing it up. <clears throat> and um, they told the Tampa Bay Times they sold all their possessions as well as their entire savings. And uh, the thing is, uh, for all intents and purposes, they didn't know how to sail. No. Oh. <laughs> so, they got lessons though on a short little jaunt. 
from the Panhandle down to Tampa. No, you're not. Uh, yeah. No, you, no. Number one, you're not going to learn how to sail that quickly. It's it's much more complicated than that. I used to teach sailing. Oh, I learned how. Well, I did. I, I taught sailing for the for the YMCA. I learned how to sail when I was 13 years old in Nantucket. I know how to sail. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's more to, you know, just steering the boat. I mean, there are things you have to consider. I mean, there's certain angles you can't put the boat in. As it relates to the wind, you have to know how to come about. You have to know this and yeah. that. What's the difference between a stay and a shroud and lines and this and that? Yeah, I mean, you need to know these kind of things. And you need to sail, 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 sail. Before you ought to get behind at the helm of a 28-foot sailboat and say, hey, we're going to sail the Caribbean. It just doesn't work that. It's not, usually, I don't think it would end very well. So what happened is they were coming into the fog rolled in some place as they were leaving and coming into a port. And uh, they hit something. And uh, the keel fell off. Now, the it keel sheared, uh, sheared it, right off. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes it about as stable as a canoe. And because of the weight of the mast, you're going to go. You're going to go over. You're going to capsize. It's just going to. It's just going to flop over. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, on one hand, you feel sorry because they, you know, maybe a little sorry for them because they had a dream, and this was their dream, and this is what they were going to do, and everybody maybe has had a fantasy at one time or another. I'm just going to sail off. I'm going to do that uh, Jimmy Buffett thing, and you know, just they- sail around. Sit on the beach. And... Can't have a plan after I want to sail right. off. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Sail to where? <laughs> they they yeah, knew well, where. No. They just don't know how to get to there. You have to know how to sail. Yeah. That's true. That's the big thing. And when you learn how to sail, the best thing you can do is learn to sail on a small boat, a small sailboat. You know, whether it's a sunfish or a sailfish or uh, or a blue jay, uh, just a small boat where you can learn how to handle it and come about and, and do all those things that are necessary. And uh, they didn't have they didn't have the skills, and plus, there's more. Well, they lost a keel. It's not easy to break the keel off no. of a boat. It, that, it's that the boat, bottom of the boat. That boat that it, boat was unstable. There was some under uh, unmarked underwater reef or something, and vroom, the whole thing got sheared off. Yeah, which I think the boat is unstable in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, if if that hey, what happened to your boat? Oh, the, the the keel became detached. Well, then somewhere along the line, that was unstable in the first place. Yeah. If you if you take a sailboat out of the water below the water line, it there's a part that drops pretty far down. That's what keeps it upright. That's the keel, and that helps stabilize the boat. Because as it's taking big winds in a sail, right. you know, it, 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 counter, it ba- counteracts it. exactly. So, and if you get knocked down, if the big gust of wind comes along, boom knocks it down the keel helps to upright it to write it or, back or yeah. so you will pray if you're in the middle of uh, uh of, of nowhere, of right. nowhere. Mm-hmm. so go figure so on one hand it's like well i feel sorry for them because they did have a dream but on the other hand it's like you got to do a little bit more you got to just do a little bit more before you you know you get on a lake someplace you know just sail around or sure. tampa bay and just sail around for a couple of months until you really know what you're doing mm-hmm you know, if somebody says ready to come about, you know what's you know what's going to happen. Instead of saying, "What does that mean?" Oh, bonk, and overboard you go. All right, let me take a little break. Mo's got news. We'll uh, comment yeah. on that and take it from there. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. From- He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. It's 
something special for ya Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira She's got the news that ain't gonna blow ya Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira What we've got here is failure to communicate Time for a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, today something special happens. They declare best in show at the Westminster Dog Show. Last night, four of the breeds were, uh, they narrowed it down in some of the different categories. Uh, They did the hound category. That's a borzoi. The toy category was a pug. The non-sporting category was a Bichon Frise, and the herding category was a Border Collie. Tonight, sporting, working, and terrier, and finally, best in show tonight. That is something to put in your Franklin planner for later. Uh, Anyway, you said that you thought those real poofy dogs are not your style, right? Big poofy dogs? Okay. Uh, uh, Anyway, one of the big poofy dogs won um, last year's winner was a uh, good work. It was a German Shepherd uh, for for the 2017. We'll see who wins tonight. Also, Major League Baseball spring training begins this week. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow to 14 of the 15 teams who train here in Florida. That includes the world champion Houston Astros at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches, which they share with the Nationals. Washington's pitchers and catchers don't report until Friday. Greatest team sport ever invented by mankind. Uh, I know you really like it. I do like it. I know. Only during the playoffs in the World Series. Well, Other than that, it's Snoozeville. They start with... Oh <laughs> I mean, for the most part. They Except I would like to go to a major league game this year. I just, I just would. I've put it on your years list. years and years and years. Mm-hmm. You'd have to go to Tampa to see the... Uh, the Rays, yep. Them. And, and every close... year, we have a, a, a listener who, who goes I every know. year, and he always invites us. Invited you to be in the box. It was a, a, wow. a holiday. You were off. Oh. I want an open air park, you know. Oh, I, not the trough. I'm not a big, you know. Hey, yeah, when you're going to drive two hours to a game, it's nice knowing it's not going to be rained out. What's and, Atlanta? Is Atlanta open or closed? Yes. It's both. It's that one that opens or closes, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know. I, just don't know. I think I it no is idea. now. It's that new, new stadium. A section of the Ocala <laughs> National Forest is closed to all visitors. Why? Bombs? Because of increased bear activities. The U.S. Forest Service says the entrance to some, the wilderness has been closed for protection of the public and uh, public safety. Uh, the, the closure runs the boundary of the wilderness, including all roads and trails. Don't you remember when they relocated the bears? Where did they put them? In the Ocala the bears. The bears. In the Ocala National Forest. They moved them the bears. to... The bears. <laughs> <laughs> they moved them to the Ocala National Forest, and now they say, hey, there's too many bears. Well... What did you think was going to happen? You moved the bears to Ocala, and now you say, oh, we got to close the park because there's... Oh, for God's sake. Oh, there aren't too many cats, but there are bears. Chicken tetrazzini. I don't know if there's any of that. (laughs) The odds are not good, but the Florida Senate is rolling the dice on a comprehensive gambling bill. What does that mean? Uh, Yesterday, a budget committee approved the measure includes a House provision that renews a deal with the Seminole Tribe Mm. for $3 billion in revenue over seven years in return for exclusive rights to blackjack and slot machines. I heard that. I don't know if anybody else did. That was good. I heard it. (laughs) Oh, totally. You heard it. Uh, The Senate bill legalizes controversial designated player card games at some paramutual places throughout Florida. 
which could run into some opposition. So you might be able to play poker and things, and they don't like that. So they're still sorting it out. Uh, when it comes to gambling in Florida, at first they were going to give it all to the Seminole Tribe. Now there are some other bills floating around. We'll see how it all shakes out. there a move out. afoot to allow... Yeah, at paramutual places. Counties or municipalities to, to decide by referendum whether they want to casino gambling or some kind of, of gambling. Well, it's advancing in the legislature. Disney hates that. Nothing the theme parks has, hate That's correct. They don't want anybody uh-huh. they don't want anybody going anywhere. You just stay right on the property. Don't even think about going over there and gamble. Victims of human trafficking would have the right to sue hotels and motels that ignore the problem under a bill that's now also moving through Tallahassee. How would they know? The businesses must be held accountable, according to this one guy, if they allow human trafficking to take place at their facility. With their knowledge? Well, they don't... if they have no knowledge? Well, they could kind of tell what's what. What? That's what they say. You can't tell anything about anybody checking into your hotel or motel. An amendment protects hotels and motels from lawsuits if they provide employees with human trafficking training and have a plan to report suspected incident. What kind of training would that be? It's unanimously marching its way through. If you, the cleaning lady goes in there, the yeah, housekeeper, right. goes in there and sees a girl who's not allowed out, uh, okay, or is somehow chained up or something, I mean, you know, you don't know. They're, they have to have... Oh, I'm putting a do not, you know... Disturb. Don't clean the room. Do not disturb. Yeah, don't clean the room. I mean, I'm not I'm making right. light of the situation. I shouldn't, no. but... Yeah, come right in. Don't uh, don't mind the girl in the chains. You know, just clean like around that. her. Yeah. Like Can that. I get some fresh towels? Not for her, just for me. Yeah. A special election for a state house seat. This is the start of what may be the blue wave. In Florida? It's, yes. No. It's happening today in Sarasota County, which is a real Republican pocket. And yeah. even though that is the case, yes. thanks to mail-in ballots, turnout has already set a record for a special mm. legislative election. It's for the state house in Tallahassee, right? A Republican, James Buchanan, who's the son of the Congressman Vern Buchanan, is running against a Democrat who's a woman, Margaret Good, yeah. and a Libertarian who's a woman, we'll Allison see. Powell. A recent poll shows the Democrat, Margaret Good, leading this Buchanan, this family guy, no kidding. by as much as 3%. Good news. Blue wave is coming. Even in, if it happens in Sarasota, Except, you Jim, you got to watch the economy. I mean, if, if the economy's really roaring along, I mean, if, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. It always is the case. Yeah, people say, well, you know, he's a real cheese ball, and he's vulgar, and he's just, you know, he, he just casts a bad, bad light. You know, this is how people right. perceive the United States through the White House and the president. But, you know, got that pay raise. 401K is looking pretty good. Mm. Eh. Did you get a pay raise, or did you get a bonus? Most companies now are, are doing bonuses. They're not doing pay raises. Which is a short-term bonus. Thank you. Uh-huh. What about the taxes? I, it, now that the tax, like I'm in a different bracket, don't I get more in my in my weekly check? I don't know. You tell me what's in your check. I don't know. I got to look at my check. Uh, a new poll reveals an overwhelming. Yeah, how much though? Yeah, probably two cents. I don't know. Twelve dollars mm. enough for a Costco membership. If you get twelve dollars, Paul Ryan wants to tweet about you because he was all a uh, Twitter about the lady uh, who was getting a dollar fifty a week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got to own that one. Mm-mm. That's going to make a beautiful campaign commercial. Yeah. You should be grateful to us and kiss our ass because you got a dollar fifty extra. A new a poll. Week. Uh, yeah, a week. Oh well, really? Yeah, it's a dollar fifty a week. That's enough for a Costco member. That's what he said, and then he, he had to delete the the tweet. But everybody captured it already. It was too late. <laughs> uh, there, you know, 
we have a governor's election coming up in the fall. Yeah. But there is an overwhelming lack of name recognition among these jokers running for governor of Florida. According to a survey, as many as 81% of registered voters have never heard of the Democrats. Andrew Gillum, Gwen Graham, or Philip Levine. No Levine. And as many as 78% never heard of the Republicans. Richard Corcoran, Ron DeSantis, or Adam Putnam. Nobody knows who these people are. Well, you will in the not-too-distant future. Yeah. You will be inundated with campaign oh, that's commercials. that's probably true. All right, give me 30 seconds. I beg your pardon? Give me 30 seconds. Oh, they grabbed seven tons of cocaine down in Fort Lauderdale. Whoa. US Co- How about that? The U.S. Coast Guard intercepted drug smuggling oh, vessels. Man. They grabbed seven tons of cocaine. They did a, 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 a tally on how, how much it would cost, how much that would be on the street. What do you think the estimated wholesale value is of the seven tons of cocaine? I got seven tons. How many pounds? 14,000. 14,000 right? pounds. How many grams in a pound? Oh, that's way too much. Oh, how many ounces in a pound? Just give me a I'll guess a billion dollars. No, how many, ounce, how many ounces in a... Uh, in a gram, in a pound. How I many don't grams know. in an ounce? And then you do it, uh, let's say, uh, wholesale going, what, $25, $50, sell on the street for $100? There you go. Explode. Just My do the math. My head's going to explode. We'll figure it out during it's the It's $190 million. I've got the answer. Jesus wept. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Leave it up to the great people who follow this program because Mo said that what 14 tons of uh, seven tons, seven tons of yeah, 14,000 pounds of cocaine was worth what 140 million dollars? For how much? According to the Associated Press, Jim, the coke that they grabbed has an estimated wholesale value of 190 million dollars. 190 million dollars. I have listeners, a page full of listeners texting Real Mobile 77031. Take it up with the Coast Guard. I want to hear. What Easy, Mo. Back off. At 50 bucks a gram, average street value, which, by the way, more than one listener has confirmed, mm-hmm. the street value would come to about $315 million. Okay, that's street value. This is wholesale. They're getting it wholesale at $190 million. That's a nice profit. Yeah, except you know you got to step yeah. on it, so you're going to double or triple whatever you have, if not quadruple That's true. whatever I you didn't get. Say street so they're doing right. it by what kilo? When uh, you know the uh, with uh, with our dealers here, they're breaking it out per gram. So they're breaking it. Out, so what are they saying? Fifty fifty dollars per gram? Is that yes. a street? Yeah. What you pay on the street? That's what these guys are well, saying. It's wholesale. Coast Guard goes by wholesale. Uh, Six point three million grams in seven tons. Ah, bless. All right, so street value. Let's have uh, let's sell it at uh, seventy five dollars a gram. Oof! Now you're up to over what four five hundred million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Almost half a billion dollars. Whoa, Nelly, that's a, a lot, lot of laxatol. Right down there at Port <laughs> Everglades. Right down there in Fort Lauderdale. Today is February thirteenth. Thank you, Real Mobile. Uh huh. And February thirteenth. I told you yesterday, Plum Pudding Day. I know it was no good, but today was going to be the day that everybody, right, at least right here, loves. Oh, yeah, you teased us. It did. Cheesesteak sandwich day? No. Today. today. No. What is it? That was last week. Yeah. Today. Don't believe it. Is National Tortellini Day. And everybody mm-hmm. likes tortellini. It's okay. I really like tortellini. You could have cheese-filled tortellini. Yeah. You could have anything. Yeah, you know, it's delicious. You could have that multi-tricolor tortellini that they sell in the dairy case. Really good. It's okay. Uh, All right. Nobody dislikes. I'm a fan. If you gave a bowl of tortellini to somebody, nobody would say, "Oh, I don't like that." But you put butter and cracked pepper and oh, put tomato oh, oh. sauce on it. What do yeah. you do? I like the butter uh, option personally, but. I have had tortellini with red sauce. I've even had it with Alfredo. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a good time. Yeah. Always a good time toward leaving. I'm not, I think I'm you overdoing it. I yeah. think you did too. I mean, I I so love pasta. So that's why well, I like pasta too. But that's, it's like I, I, you know, you built it up like, oh, but this is really going to be. I think this it is, is really, really going to be good. really. And Anything tortellini, com- you're going eh, tortellini. Okay. Everything compared to plum pudding is already off the chart. Just wow. saying. You think I mean, it was the mid '80s? For how many of our listeners know so much about cocaine? Cocaine. Well, I knew uh, people who used to sell it for $100 an ounce. Back then, yeah. A gram, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's street value. It was at one time. It was under deal. You wanted uh, you wanted a gram or two yeah. for uh, for the weekend? Mm-hmm. I watch Narcos. I know how this goes down. Well, and get ready to shell out $200, and I think generally the price has gone down. This That's because weekend, so much of it's flooding in. This weekend, Jim, is the Daytona you 500. The, paper, the little paper envelope? No, we used uh, plastic. We would yeah. use baggies. Little zippy bags. You would People use a magazine if you, you were out. And you cut the baggie, they cut the, the corner. corners off the baggie, right. and then you have a. Then you just iron it. Once you fill it, then you iron the seam. Because But up. if you didn't have an extra baggie, you could use a, like a magazine piece of print, right? I guess you could, but we were a little higher class than that. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at us. Jim, this week is the Daytona 500. It's all marketing. It's branding, baby. You there gotta... will be. A, a, they'll be making history this Sunday at Daytona. Before they ever turn on the first car. Because NASCAR has now made the announcement that... Turn on NAS- the car. Before they turn... Yeah, before they Start fire the engines. Before they, Gentlemen, yeah. turn your cars on. Turn them on. Turn them up. <laughs> it's just um, an odd turn of phrase. Yeah, turn on your car. I don't know. Anyway, NASCAR <laughs> is breaking history before they, you know, rev the first engine. Ooh, and that is that they have the first female African-American pit crew member... In NASCAR history. What the hell? I'm telling you, NASCAR haven't been the same since they came along with the roll bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, rubbing is racing. Number three, uh, yeah. Not on. only is she a minority, but she's a female pit crew member. And there's now even a training program for those aspiring boxes, you know, to check the boxes. And she checks both minority oh, and her. female. So that's I thought that was pretty cool. You know, uh, also... That's a I, tough line of work. Mm-hmm. But she knows her business there. So she's, you know... A lot of these pit crews, they're just... Former, you know, football players, and you know they're big, strong, fast. She's an athlete too. But yeah, well, you have to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably right. You know, they, they might not know anything about transmissions and engines. You don't yeah. need to. The newest cover girl of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is also being revealed. Twenty-four-year-old Danielle Harrington is now the third black woman to grace the front of that annually anticipated swimsuit edition for Sports Illustrated. Tyra Banks was first, and Beyonce was second, and now Danielle Harrington is the third black woman to grace the cover of the swimsuit issue. There's a cover image on her Instagram. Uh, she's a native of Compton, California. And speaking Anybody pay that much attention anymore to, to the Sports edition. Illustrated swimsuit edition? Eh. Maybe I, if you're over 60. I don't know. Former White House staffer and recurring reality TV star Amarosa is keeping uh. up her criticism on Big Brother, uh, criticizing, of course, the Trump administration on what? What? last night's episode... Celebrity Big Brother, she bashed the administration's plans for undocumented immigrants, saying deportations are going to increase and the roundup plan is getting more and more aggressive. I saw her. That well, was from her last quote. week's episode where she's whispering. Yeah. Whispering. And yeah. somebody said, you don't have to whisper on Big Brother. You're mic'd. Why would you bother? I exactly. Don't know. And I would never vote for him. She was a good get for that yeah, show yeah, because it it's actually making this show somewhat relevant again. I actually have some of that audio in the audio file today and it's 
you're actually now getting an insight into the administration. What yeah. she well, says, that's the question. So the real question is why she was even part of the administration in the first place. Oh, one hundred percent. Right true. after insisting last week she'd never vote for she'd never vote for Donald Trump again in a million years. Yesterday, she said people will be begging to have Trump back if Vice President Pence were to somehow end up in charge. She labeled Pence, who is a conservative Christian, as you know, scary and extreme. He doesn't. Why is it saying that the vice president never knows anything that's going on? It's true. No matter what is happening with, all, aware the, of that. with yeah. all the chaos in the White House. Right. And by the way, uh, the, the White House has had a 34 percent turnover rate in personnel. Wow. 34 percent, which is gigantic. Yeah. Compared to any previous modern uh, presidencies, Republican or Democrat. Nobody wants to work there. They come in there and uh, nobody wants to go there what? because if I go there, there's a very good chance I get subpoenaed. And if I get subpoenaed, then I got to lay out money for uh, for an attorney. Mm. Nobody's going to pay uh, uh, you know, attorney's fees for me. Having trouble finding people to take that loyalty pledge. Right. God almighty. I know tonight uh, you're going to be watching the Olympics. Well, a Chicago television station is in hot water and they had to... I don't know if they fired somebody, but they definitely had to call somebody on the carpet because they put a graphic up. You know, the local news talks about the Olympics, right? So instead of them talking about Pyeongchang, yeah, Pyeongchang, uh huh, in South Korea, they put up PF Chang. Oh, spell correct. Oh my God. Well, PF Chang is spelled right. correctly. I know. They put the name but of the Asian... Chang is not. Oh, my God. They don't even have enough circles for the Olympic logo. I uh, looked logo. at the Olympic rings, and that graphic is all messed up also. <laughs> this was some Chicago TV station, WLS. Now competing in the 1,500-meter speed skating competition is General Pao's Chicken. <laughs> it's General Tsao or well, something, is whatever. It? Okay, listen. That spokesperson for the ABC affiliate in Chicago said the goof was a result of a mix-up, and they apologized. That's an intern. It, well, might That's have been. an intern, Actually, you know. They, you know, so I got you coffee for six months, and you wouldn't hire me full time or even uh-huh. part time. I'm out of here. But before I go, yeah, P.F. Chang, baby, P.F. Chang, baby. systemic <laughs> problem. It crosses every industry. We deal with it here. Yeah. You reduce your workforce with the the crash. You make more people do mm-hmm. more things, and you get less quality work. Mm. And it includes includes whoever's writing the copy for that station. Oh, my God. They put it up on a graphic. Someone had to type it in. And just like that. That's not a... That's somebody I'm sorry. I'm going to get you. I'm out of here. (laughs) I just thought I was going to cry, laugh, and be I got hired at a bank. See you later. Oh, boy. (laughs) I've heard of a runaway car. You know, where the, the gas pedal gets stuck and it's just going full bore. You know, full tilt. It happened down in the Treasure Coast in Indian River County. Florida Highway Patrol says a 28-year-old guy of Palm Coast called 911 yesterday afternoon to report he was going 100 miles an hour northbound on I-95. I heard the news junkie talking about In Martin County. He said the gas pedal on his 2003 BMW X5 was stuck down in the Uh. down position. Troopers got in front of him and behind him, blocked off the entrance ramp so nobody would get hurt. And then they finally threw out stop sticks. Three different times until the vehicle finally came to a halt. 50 miles north. Jesus. He went 50 miles at 100 miles an hour. And finally, I guess they punctured his tires and finally he came to a stop. Is there any audio of that? I don't, I don't know. What would well, the I'd audio be? Like the audio is he's calling in. Or oh. was he calling in? My, yeah, he called 911 and said, my car, I can't stop the car. The gas pedal is depressed. Oh, what would st- happen if you threw that damn thing into park? Mm. Oh, God. Did he try the e-brake? I don't know what that means. 
emergency brake. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think you just <laughs> no. burn it up. <laughs> I never break. trust that emergency brake. It's like well, email. At that break. time, you might as well give it a try. Yeah. Well, he What's ended up. Matter fact, I think it's the first thing to do on the list of protocol when no. your brakes I, fail is try the emergency brake. I, I suppose. His but... brakes didn't fail. His gas pedal got stuck. I guess he, he couldn't. It didn't. It didn't work. Did he try turning the car off? Slam on the brake, yeah, put the car the... in neutral, turn the car off, and it's going to... Did turn the car off when it's in drive? Mm. No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> All right, which a... is that? Ladies and gentlemen, we have get... a split decision <laughs> here. <laughs> you can't get the key out of the ignition, That's but you true. can turn it off. You can turn it off. Mm. Yeah, does why the, didn't he just turn it off? Does the whole transmission fall out, though? Doesn't this really no, so train? the engine just stops. Maybe he just wanted to drive really fast and called to make an excuse, so he didn't. Well, get in it turns trouble. out they had to puncture his tires with stop sticks. That that's good. so at least he has you know. No, oh, that's going to run you a good thousand to replace those tires. Four tires, oh BMW. BMW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funding for the international. You got to make sure they're rotated and balanced just right. That's true. Funding for the ISS, Jim, the International Space Station, would end in the year would end. In the year 2025, under the Trump administration's proposed NASA budget. Yeah, what's this all about? Uh, the nearly $20 billion space agency, uh, the spending plan anyway, allocates $150 million to encourage private companies to take this thing over. Bill Nelson calls the budget a non-starter. It is not going to work here. The Florida Democrat says NASA needs way more money if the U.S. is ever going to send humans to Mars and beyond. So I'm a big fan now. Of the space program. Yeah, NASA. even though that was private, but you know what I mean. Elon Musk, you mean, and SpaceX. I think, there's, I think there's plenty of room for government funding of space exploration. Thank you. The, I'm so knowledgeable with this. The president's budget also slams Florida taxpayers and asks us to cough up $200 million uh, to expedite repairs of the Lake Okeechobee dike that has been under repair, and it was supposed to be a federal... What's uh, wrong with her? Fed, stop it. <laughs> Last year, Governor Rick Scott requested $200 million from the legislature to move up the repairs by three years with the money to be repaid by the federal government. That's a possible disaster in the making. It's going to, yeah, it's either going to overflow or something. I mean, it's going to be messed what up. What was the thing you were all worried about, Mo? And we put right. it on it's the. It. It's the dike. Yeah. That's what it was. That thing years breaks ago. or was breached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sega, but... That's our drinking water right there. I mean, well, South well, Florida. Well, not to drink. mention. You know, South Florida being underwater. It floods it, yeah. However, the Trump budget Ooh. says, I know you asked for $200 million, but you better come up with it yourself because we're not paying. So that's... that's Isn't his of- latest budget proposal? Now, it's another trillion dollars to the budget deficit? Yeah, that's I true. Thought, I thought, with all due respect to your Republicans, I thought you were deficit hawks. I thought you didn't like mm. deficits. It's only well, when you're in power, right? This budget also takes a hard smack at the poorest Americans among us. Got that right. Slashing mm-hmm. billions of dollars from food stamps, public health insurance, and federal housing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll pull that themselves right. up by their bootstraps. Got that now. right. They, Go to the classified section eight paper. Plenty of jobs I see. Mm-hmm. They are not going to, they don't want to feed you. They don't want to house you. And they don't want you to have medical care if you're poor. The spending plan, you know... <laughs> That's always takes, been their plan. It's kill, It's called kill the beast. They hate these. Uh, they hate these programs, mm. and uh, they want to do everything to to eliminate them because they think, you know, poor people and uh, are just. It's all their fault that they're poor. Specifically, Jim, this proposal. What really troubles me is that this proposal would gut the food stamp program. It's called SNAP, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance, yeah. and it would it would literally gut it. And but Nick, no Mick. Mick Mulvaney, the budget director, says... What was a bad haircut? 
Yeah, and he's got little Tojo glasses now. He has little circle glasses. Yeah. Yeah. He now says, don't worry. I know we're cutting out food stamps for most of you poor people, but we'll give you a box of stuff once, once a box month. Box of stuff? A box of food. Yeah. Where do you get that? Who's you get, del- where do you, uh, we're going to, what, deliver a box of food like, to you? Like Blue Apron, he says. Think of it as Blue Apron. No. Or Hello Fresh or what something. What do you get, that government cheese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. But instead of it being a high-end, you know, Blue Apron or Hello Fresh, you're getting a box of stuff. In the box of stuff. He, he said, you should be happy with this. You get uh, some a box of milk, you know, the shelf-stable milk, right, that doesn't go bad. You get maybe some juice boxes. You get cereal, pasta, peanut butter, beans, that kind of thing. And Walmart and uh, is screaming bloody murder. So is Target and Aldi. Because they will lose billions of dollars if you cut food stamp programs. Because gotcha. that's where people go and shop for with their food stamp stuff. We, we mourned the passing yesterday. Yeah, you ought to be oh. happy, you know, getting the damn uh, a you know, juice box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get the straw for free. So the very poorest among us are not going to have medical care. They cut that program. Medicaid, you know, basically. A lot of senior citizens are on uh, are on food stamps. Of course. I mean, it's just... It's it's unfortunate, but it really shows the priorities of the administration. Blue wave, baby. That's all. You know, don't, don't get too excited about this. Just remember the fall elections. Get out there and uh, let's take control of the House. Yeah. And as long as the progressives don't get in a pissing match with the liberals, we got a good chance of uh, doing this. Uh, yeah, well, leave that. it to the Democratic Party to screw mm-hmm. it up. There's already a battle within the party between the progressives and liberals. Yesterday, we announced, Jim, that we mourned the passing of Vic Damone. Uh, a, a, a band singer for years and years and years, hugely popular with the likes of Tony Bennett and, yeah. you know, those guys or whatever. He was 89. He passed away a day or so ago. Today, we add number two to that list. Ooh. Known for his crazy uh, hair, and, and he used to say, hello, Dad. It's Marty Allen. Died in Las Vegas. He's like a bug-eyed guy with, like, crazy, like, Brillo pad hair. Do you remember him from years ago? I mean, anyway, yeah, all I'm all, telling you is it's even that. Even his heyday was always a little bit, B, you know, the B level. Yeah, correct. I think that's you right. Know. He was on every talk show. He was it on was. Ed Sullivan, and he was he was part of a comedy duo called Alan and Rossi or something. I anyway, think you're right. Yeah. yeah Isn't I, it Martini and Rossi? Uh, that's true. Asti Spumanti. No, yeah, was... I don't know. That is right. I don't know. Points, All right, Jack. let's go to birthdays. I'm oh, out of time. Is it time? I'll take it. Okay, Points. good. Points. Boop. Happy, happy birthday today. Oh, this is a two for Tuesday. Jerry Springer and Stockard Channing. They're oh. both the same age, same year, same everything. Happy, happy birthday! 74. On the dot. Thank you. you I did it? not know it. No, oh, come not. on. You were a little too cash there. Great game. No, I just took it. Kapooya! Kapooya! Congratulations on your win. Okay. Happy, happy Please birthday. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy birthday today to from, from the band Genesis, Peter Gabriel. He is now... Believe it or not, 61. 65. Nope. Mm. He's no Phil Collins. Mm. No, he's not. 63. Pinkman, 68, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 68. Damn, and finally, yeah. uh, another Peter who was a musician, uh, Peter Tork from the Monkees. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I don't that. know if he was a musician, but just saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. How old, Pink, uh, Peter Tork yeah, from the Monkees? Uh, 74. Nope. 70. 72. Pinkman, 76. Damn, yes. Yep, and that's the line. Happy birthday!
Just call me Moira. We'll open up those lines and grab one of you to play against Pinkman in the bonus round of Closest to the Pinup coming next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Jim is on the line. He will be playing against Pinkman in this book. Bonus round of closest to the pin. He's vying for that You Matter business card. If he wins, he'll receive that card. What does that mean? Good fortune for the rest of his life. Jim also knows, however, if he loses, <laughs> bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, please head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap for the afternoon. Here we go. Jim, how are you today? Uh, doing good. Yourself? Not bad. Thank you very much. I have 10 questions for this bonus round of closest to the pin. They're all connected in some form or fashion. Just answer to the best of your ability, all right? Got it. Here we go. Countdown for Jim and keep score, please. In three, two, one, begin. Jim, the Winter Olympics are underway in minutes and seconds. What's the Olympics men's record for the 1,500-meter speed skating competition? In seconds? Minutes and seconds. Uh, 1,500, uh, we'll say 10 minutes. Talk about Speed. Speed 2, a terrible movie, came out in what year? 1996. Actor Willem Dafoe was in that movie. How old is Dafoe? 72. Dafoe played Sergeant Elias in the movie Platoon. They came out in what year? 1972. Oliver Stone directed Platoon. Earlier, he saw combat in Vietnam while serving in the Army. What year was that? 1958. Oliver Hardy of Laurel and Hardy uh, fame died in what year? 1990. English novelist and poet Thomas Hardy wrote Far From the Matting Crowd, first published in what year? 1955. The movie Dead Poet Society came out in what year? 1970. How old was Robin Williams when he died? 64. Get it within 25, win outright. If Robin Williams was a crow in Chicago, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Madison, Wisconsin? 127. Time. All right, there we go. Mr. Pinkman, bring him back in. Gets to roll the dice. Got to roll the dice. Here we go. Mr. Pinkman. Speedy Gonzalez there. He's got his headphones (laughs) back on. All right, Mr. Pinkman, if you'll roll the dice, so we'll determine your handicap. We set your handicap at 15, but we allow you to roll the dice, whatever that number is. We will take off 15. That will be your handicap for today. Please roll. Five. Mm, Ooh, ten right. seconds. Ten seconds. I have ten questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, the Winter Olympics are underway in minutes and seconds. What's the Olympics men's record for the fifteen hundred meter speed skating competition? Uh, one minute twenty-seven seconds. Talk about speed. Speed two, a terrible movie, came out on what year? 
2003. Actor Willem Dafoe was in that movie. How old is Dafoe? 72. Dafoe played Sergeant Elias in the movie Platoon that came out in what year? 1987. Oliver Stone directed Platoon. Earlier, he saw combat in Vietnam while serving in the Army. What year was that? 1963. Oliver Hardy of Laurel and Hardy fame died in what year? Uh, 1991. English novelist and poet Thomas Hardy wrote Far From the Matting Crowd, first published in what year? 1789. The movie Dead Poet Society came out in what year? 96. How old was Robin Williams when he died? Uh, 52. Get it within 25, he went outright. If Robin Williams was a crow in Chicago, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Madison, Wisconsin? Uh, 131. Time. Wow. Wow. I'm so close on some of these. Oh, boy. Super right. close. Here we go. Let's Super take a look close. at the uh, answers. Uh, the Olympics, the men's record for speed skating, 1,500 meters. Uh, Jim said. Uh, 10 minutes. I could beat that. <laughs> Pinkman said. 120, 1 minute, 27 seconds. 143.95. Oh, you were so close. Oh, man. Talk about Speed, Speed 2. A terrible movie came out on what year, Jim said? 96. And Pinkman. 03. Off by one, 1997. Oh, there it's tied up. Willem Dafoe was in that movie. How old is Dafoe, Jim said? They both said 72 years old. He's 62. Okay. It's the face. Yeah. Defoe played Sergeant Elias in the movie Platoon that came out on what year, Jim said? He stuck with 72. Eh. Pinkman. 87. 86. Oh, three to two. Oliver Stone directed Platoon, won an Academy Award, I believe, for directing uh, that movie. Earlier, uh, Oliver Stone saw combat in Vietnam while he was serving in the Army. I think he won the Bronze Star, Purple Heart, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. What year was that, Jim said? 1958. Eh. Pinkman. 63. 1967. There you go. Four to two. Oliver Hardy of Laurel and Hardy fame died in what year, Jim said? 90. Pinkman. 91. 57. Mm -hmm. 1957. Mm -hmm. Thomas Hardy, uh, the novelist and poet, wrote Far From the Matting Crowd, first published in what year, Jim said? 55. Pinkman. Nine, uh, Pinkman said 1789. 1874. Do the I, math. I don't know. Well, Jack, do the math. 1874. Oh. 1789. That's five. 1874 is the answer. Yeah, that's 85 years for Pinkman. And then... What did he say? 1955. I don't know. You wrote that in the answer. And then the answer, correct answer, was was 1874. That is right? correct. 1874. Correct. It's 1-8. Ah. Uh, yeah, by four years, he gets it. He, Jim, gets it. The movie Dead Poets Society <laughs> came out of what year, Jim said? Uh, 70. Pinkman. 96. No, 89. That's Pinkman. Now yeah. it's 5-4. to four. Pinkman's in the lead. How old is Robin Williams when he died, Jim said? S uh, 64. Pinkman. 52. Off by one. 63. Oh. It's all tied up to this. It comes down to this. Is it tied up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's five to five. Get it within 25. You went outright. And they were close on this. So if Robin Williams was a crow in Chicago, uh -huh. his birthplace, Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Madison, Wisconsin? Yeah. Jim said. 127. Pinkman said. He just went a tiny bit up and said 131. Oh, my God. Robin Williams, a crow in Chicago. If he wanted to fly to Madison, Wisconsin, would have to fly a total of 148 miles. Pinkman gets oh, it. Oh, man. Oh, man, alive. Wait, wait, I have a question, though. It, this other guy, 
Yeah, what about him? What was the answer? 140 what? 148. He's also within 25, but Pinkman is closer. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, who's ever closer. Okay. You get it within 25. They're both within. Okay, yeah, that's so. fine. Pinkman is closer. Good job, uh, Pinkman. Sorry yeah. about that, Jim. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. That's the way it goes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Thanks for playing that bonus round of closest to the pin. Remember, closer oh, wow. Nice win. Thank you. That was a squeaker, though. Nailed it. Not really. It was a squeaker. Nailed it. Oh. It did a good What's job. My record. 15 wins and 7 losses. Ooh. Jim, something very odd happened last evening. Um, I had the honor of introducing Michael Andrew and the Gershwin Big Band at the Plaza Theater. Rip your uh, pants, what happened? A well-attended, wonderful event. Yeah. He, he, he's just, you know. He's a showman, isn't he? He is, and you know he did not disappoint. Super talented. Anyone who went, it was a great show. Um, you know, since I had a tux, the same tux I introduced him in 2003 on that very same stage i i wanted to wear that and since i was going straight from work i had to bring my tux with me one of the you know things i overlooked is on the tuxedo shirt which i didn't try on is the what they call french cuffs yeah which require cufflinks it's Correct. not just a button you need cufflinks i did not bring cufflinks you forgot um oh, yeah because it was just you know grab right. my tux i had my shoes i made sure i had my shoes and mm-hmm. you know i was good to go but and, you ended up being fine well i uh texted jim uh you know the show was still going on yesterday about if he had a life hack because i was thinking about using zip ties uh you That's know bread, bread ties and you know, I really, I, I thought if I actually did that, I probably would have commented on it on stage. Um, however, I came to you during one of the breaks when uh, attorney Stephen Kramer was here. Right. And wouldn't you know it? He was Stephen Kramer was wearing cufflinks. He was wearing a shirt that had cufflinks. However, Stephen Kramer also had a backup pair of cufflinks Correct. on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? who does that? I know. <laughs> Typical. Mm-hmm. It was just Kramer. So- so bizarre that oh. it's like I'm having this fashion emergency, this formal fashion emergency, and our guest Stephen Kramer. Every week you hear him here on the Phillips File yeah. on Mondays. Uh-huh. He just happens to have a spare yeah. set of cufflinks. And on he, him. he was more than gracious. As soon as you said I don't have them, he took them right off of his shirt and handed them to you. And then yeah, I'm like, that's awesome. Wow. I didn't expect him to have it. I didn't didn't even dawn on me that he might. I thought he might have you know a hack. I'm I'm thinking okay, paper clip. You know, binder clip. What, what can yeah, I use? Ties, that's a great idea. But, uh, you know, he just popped his off, and then he just reaches into his inner pocket and pulls out another pair and puts them on his shirt. I'm like, who does that? Well, I think there are moments when he doesn't want to appear too ostentatious. So, you know, he puts on the other pair. <laughs> but anyway. Takes the diamond ones off and puts the ruby ones on. Uh, Stephen Kramer to the rescue. Thank you very much, uh, Counselor, for uh, his Backup, he his did. backup yeah. pair of, or give me his primary pair of cufflinks uh, for the event, which again uh, went off well. And uh, did they con- say one firm for life on him or something? I mean, did they say anything? They on- did not. They actually look like the inner workings of a clock. Oh, I see. They were, yeah, quite intricate and, well, and, and kind very of like beautiful. a steampunk type of yes, uh, yes, sir. Jewelry. Have yeah. you given him back? Uh, no, I've seen him. He's uh-huh. he only comes here Mondays, but. Uh, I did well, remember nice to bring him back to work. Good. It was Ooh. very nice of him, and I was very Fashion fortunate. Fashion faux pas yeah. avoided. Yeah. Averted. Oh. Absolutely. If you go there with, with twisty ties from the bread bag. I think that would have been funny. Oh. Well, yeah, that would have been. You just don't shoot your cuffs. You that, just kind of. That would have given me something to say. And that's the other thing. I think, do you have to bend your cuffs back? Because I did not. Yes. 
Oh, Those are French cuffs. Yeah, I, I let them go back, straight, and, oh. and they were no. sticking further out of the jacket. Well, <laughs> oh, you bend them, you bend them back, if, if, if you, you fold paid, them back. If you've given me a little more attention, I probably well, would have I had saw it. you when you came in, and they were your cuffs were down to like yeah. the middles of your middle of your fingers. But I thought, okay, well, he's going to bend them back, and you know, yeah. put a oh my god, yeah, it's I the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. I got that Valentine's Day thing covered. I don't have to worry about that, but I have to hear what's in Jack's audio file. That's right, Jim. Today's audio file brought to you by my Twitter account, at Yankee Jack. Uh, You mentioned in the news about the runaway car in South Florida on I-95. Guy had driving a BMW. He said his gas pedal was stuck. He called 911. I got the 911 tape, spent the last uh, break uh, uh, trying to edit out the parts we didn't need to kind of get you the... uh, uh, the parts we can air. I know he starts cursing at the end, but uh, we'll we'll stop it before too. then. Let's take a take a quick listen to uh, excerpts from the nine one one call of a driver on I ninety five driving a BMW, gas pedal stuck, traveling from ninety five to one hundred miles an hour. Uh, yes, ma'am, I believe my gas pedal is stuck in my car, and I'm on I ninety five. Do you have anybody in front of you that you're able to clear past? Is it difficult? Traffic congested? Yeah, I need traffic assistance, ma'am. I, I got my green strobe light on. If you hit the vehicle hard enough into neutral, it should go. Yeah, but I'm fine, ma'am. It's not doing nothing. Are you pushing hard enough? Yes, ma'am. I tried that already. It go. I'm trying to hold on to the wheel and talk to you at the same time. Do you have an updated mile marker? Uh, yes, ma'am, uh, uh, 110. You're still going 100, even? Now I'm doing like 95, about 100, yes, ma'am. So what they end up trying to do Yikes. is get him to, it's like, what about, do you have cruise control? He's like, yeah, and they have to talk him through it, so they're like, engage your cruise control, set the cruise control, and then try and use the buttons to yeah. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. dial it down. That's but smart, ended right? up, you mentioned they, they ended up using uh, uh, stop sticks to bring the car. He didn't want to pull the emergency brake because yeah. at 100 miles an hour, he didn't. Oh, yeah. he, he was afraid of what would happen. Didn't want to apply his brakes. Really? Yeah, because he's, uh, he said, you know, uh, he's afraid at that speed because the gas pedal was stuck. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'd hit the brakes. Seriously, the first the thing you would try. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah, exactly. That's your first. Oh my God! You, the first thing you do would be pump you the brakes. You tap the brakes, yeah. thinking maybe it'll dislodge something. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This guy didn't know what he was doing. He, he was didn't so know what, what he was doing. He did not, somewhere along the line, this guy did not know what he was doing. I'm not convinced he's all that smart. All right. It doesn't matter. His car is stuck, and he's calling the cops for help. Uh, the only way your accelerator gets stuck is if you have a cat in the car. No, he doesn't have an Go animal on. in the car. They always go for the accelerator mm-hmm. <laughs> or underneath the underneath, brake. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. then you can't push it because they're in the way. Thank you. Jim, uh, the Olympics are on. Love the Olympics. Love, love, love. So here's the deal. Uh, with the Rio games, it was only an hour off, so we had live coverage. Uh, see, and that's the thing. A lot of people say they prefer the live coverage in prime time 
And we're actually getting that, even though they're halfway around the world, because with South Korea being 14 hours ahead, Mm. you know, 8 p.m. our time is 10 a.m. the next day. So we're getting daytime coverage at night. It's live coverage. However, with the pre-recorded coverage, they are able to edit, condense, give you more, give you more of what they think you want. I like it. I kind of like that, too. I I mean, I kind of like it, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so but live is awesome because you don't have the results ahead of time. So it's yeah, like yeah. I'm trying to avoid these metal counts coming up here and there. Uh, so this is events that happened. I mean, live on television last night, which means it happened yesterday daytime yeah. over there. But it was the snowboarding half pipe and Chloe Kim. Man, the, I am just so happy for her at 17 that she was able to live up to the hype that NBC put upon her because it was everything was about Chloe Kim and and right. how um, she's you know destined to win gold this and that 17 year old but uh, not only was she in the zone but she was tweeting out in between uh, heats how about when she was hungry yeah t- hangry tweeted about right, being right. hangry and uh-huh. so. Provided for some awkward moments because on the Today Show, oh, we'll get you food. So everything she was talking about, they were trying to feed her. Yeah, she was on the Today Show, right? You got that? She was chowing down. Yeah. I mean, everybody's talking. She's over there just eating a waffle and whatever. And just enjoying it. I mean, it was like she wasn't paying anybody any attention. She was into that food. It was great. (laughs) It's great. What I like about the snowboarders, and we saw with uh, Red winning on the males, uh, slope style, 17 years. He's like, I didn't even know about the Olympics. You know, he was an ex-gamer. So, I I mean, these are kids, skateboard-type mentality, you know, having fun. And now they are, you know, uh, national heroes. And it's just kind of loosey-goosey. And what I like about them as well, I don't know whether anybody talks to them or whatever. But, you know, win or lose, they fall down sometimes. And they're still in the camera. You know, they got a thumbs up. And, hey, it's all cool. Yeah. I like that. Here's a little from Chloe Kim's run. This is a glory run. Coming in to the first of my hopefully two 1080s. Let's see the second, Chloe. Comes around back to back 1080s. Back to back 1080s. Looks like fun. I mean, not the app, but I mean, just snowboarding itself. You mentioned yesterday at what what winter skill would you like to be able to excel at? And I I changed my mind. I was watching that last night. For me, it's snowboarding. I said skiing, but I think snowboarding. It just seems like it's more fun. They seem to they seem to have fun doing it. And as you mentioned, to the point when they don't win, yeah, they're disappointed, but. Is they hug it out? They're, they they all seem like they're a core friend group, as opposed to some of these performers, like these these figure skaters. When they fail, it's like their world has ended. You know, right. it, it just it, it's just. I wonder if figure skating have to, as far as training goes, I think it's maybe more intense. Yeah, I guess figure so. skating. That's because a I, lot of training. I yes. think the training for snowboarding. It's just snowboard. It's 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 like fun. It it, it yeah. always seems like it's the activity that's fun. We're training it. Uh, where other disciplines, the training is more of the 
the drills and the repetition. Well, and figure skating got one little glitch and it's points yeah. off. These guys, you can have a glitch but still do great uh, maneuvers in the air. I mean, Pinkman uh, became a snowboarder. It can't be that hard, is it, Pinkman? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, super easy. Once you snap your feet in, it's shredding sweet nar in two seconds. What was? Okay. Were you ever able to actually? <laughs> Are you going to let him get away with that? Were you ever able to actually move from like from point A to a point B without, without falling, falling down? down? Yes. How far? Not very, but it felt good. Ten feet, maybe. Yeah, I think I could do it given enough practice. Everybody, though, I've ever heard from said, "No, it's a lot harder to learn than you think." It, it looks like. Oh, okay. Anybody can. You know, you just get on that right. thing, and it's a lot wider than a ski, and mm-hmm. you know, how hard can that be? <laughs> I think the hard part is when you fall down, getting back up. Yes, because mm-hmm. you either take your feet out of the bindings, or you find some way to stand back up. Help! Can you <laughs> help? Can I get an assist? That was please? the first thing. My anybody my a hand, please. Yeah. My husband said, hey, do you know they, they're both their feet are on that thing locked mm-hmm. in? I'm like, yeah, I see that. So the men's qualifying is done, and they mm-hmm. have the live gold medal round tonight. Sean White qualified in first. but uh, with it's, So the best score you can get is 100. You rarely see it. It's happened a couple times. I don't know if it's ever happened in Olympic competition. Um, however, Sean White, in his last round of qualifying, there were three other 90s, like a 91 and a couple 95s, on the board, and uh, he had to go again. And what's interesting, l- listen to some of the names, and this is some some of the maneuvers that they do, and the, the commentator talking about some of the tricks, which they, they're they telling me, like, it's same thing for figure skating for me. All right, they told me they went around four times. I'm taking their word for it because it's like I'm just watching a bunch of flipping going on. Yeah. I, I You know, but they kind of break it down, and credit to the – commentators for being able to do that but take a listen to uh you know this is the description of sean white's final round in qualifying for the half pipe Mm -hmm. which will have the gold medal match and that'll be happening tonight on and huge front side 1080 oh my lord how perfect can you possibly land here comes a giant backside delamit twist 1260 that was cute Coming in here to the bottom, will he do a fr- There it is, front side, 1260. The wow. double McTwist. Front side, Front backside. side, 1260. <laughs> I tried to count and watch to see, yeah. I mean, I, you know, like what that all means. I can never follow it. <laughs> well, you know, well, 360 is like one, one time turn, around, and then, then every rotation, then half rotations, they just add on yep. 180 for a half rotation. Right. But still being able to pick it up in the moment like that. Uh, that run, I, I mean, uh, catapult uh, Sean White, who's his fourth Olympics, shut out of the medals in Sochi four years ago. So he's it, it might at 33. This might be his final Olympics. Shot him in the first place with a 98.5 out of 100, which wow. is just a uh, matter of fact. You want to hear how surprised they were at the score on the huge score for Sean White. I've ever seen, and it's qualifying for the main event. Now, all that is wiped clean, Jim, for tonight because I believe they each have. 
three yeah. runs. Is it three? Well, the ladies were three, three. and then you drop the lowest, or you pick right. well, the best of the three. Well, or... I think it's just the best. So all they need to do is all you need to do is have one run. You could get it on your first run, which Chloe Kim did last night. She right. had a ninety-three. Didn't even have to do her final run, but did it anyway for the fans, and ended up scoring a ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just uh, so much fun to watch. So, uh, so thinking about Chloe Kim, back to her for a second. Parents from South Korea went to the United States. Chloe Kim, born in the United States, U.S. citizen, but winning it, you know, in front of her parents for the USA in Korea. It's just, it was a real honor for her. Well, my parent, my family has sacrificed so much for me um, to help me accomplish this dream of mine and get me to this point. So, um, being able to do it here at, in their home country is um, it's amazing. You turn on NBC; she's still at that uh, Today Show table eating. <laughs> oh, she was just chowing down. I mean, both handed too. Yeah, I mean, starving. Yeah, yeah, she was just, and you know, all you know, Hoda and Al Roker, they're all kind of talking. Yeah. No, they weren't eating. They were through eating. They were through with oh, everything. They were through eating. She's all. Kind, she's there, you know, at the table with them, just and crazy. they're all kind of talking to one another. She's just sitting there eating, like, yeah. oh, okay, this is good. Oh, I like this. Ah, take the break. Yeah. That. Tomp, tomp, tomp. Like, she was oblivious to anybody else around. And I it love was her it. and that food. Yeah. I loved it, because too. she's 17. She, she's This is the first time she's out probably. I mean, she's done interviews, but on a live television show, she's, okay, I've got no more responsibility like here. Horse. All they did was spend time, you know, on the human interest part of her story. Oh, about the food she's been tweeting about. So yeah. they made such a big deal out of it. And they... she weigh a hundred pounds? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, she's a little bit of a thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. I, I'm a big fan of uh, all the different disciplines of the snowboard. You know what I brought? You know what a discipline is that biathlon. And when they when they're through shooting, yes. when they put that rifle back on, yeah, yeah, it takes about. It's like. And off they go. Okay, yeah. I don't know how they do that. They put it behind them. Yeah. I know, but oh. do you see how quickly they do that? It did seem fast. It's not like, okay, I'll put the oh. strap on, I'm going to swing it around here. And, you know, it's, it's just zip, zip, and off they go. Right. I love, my favorite thing about the biathlon is the practicality of it. And it, there is a, a genuine need to be able to move through northern wilderness to be able to hunt your food. Yeah, or hunt so, down Nazis. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. You put on that white ski suit, get out there, you know, and just wait for some Nazis to come along. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, uh, speaking of the... Uh, Speaking of the enemy, let's go to North Korea, uh, back to the Olympics. They're in the spotlight now, uh, but, you know, and while they have uh, a handful of athletes competing in the games, uh, you know, unless we forget the conditions in North Korea, and including for the athletes when they return. What is the part of North Korea we're not seeing here? Uh, Poverty and oppression. Poverty and oppression. Now, with them in the spotlights, you know, the chance of defection, they're guarded 24 hours a day. And if they did uh, for any defection, their families would face a lifetime of misery. uh, Misery. Death, yeah. Torture or something. Yeah, who knows what, yeah. She or he will be in public execution after return to North Korea, and his or she's whole family will be sent to the political prison camp. Their whole families to a political prison camp. That's a North Korean defector. I'm not even going to try the name. Okay, I will. 
Hyung-Soo Lee. Very good. There you oh, go. There we go. That sounded, sounded very official. Yeah. Sounded like it was right, but you guys don't mm, even know. So long, goodbye. Uh, the oh. South Korea's Ministry of Unification says approximately 31,000 North Koreans have defected to the South since, you know, the DMZ has separated the two regions of the peninsula. Well, that's not too many, if you consider the number of years. Well, they shoot them. I mean, yeah, you, but, know, you don't have And they have to effectively get there, and then you have to be in a position where you want to defect without worrying about the family you're leaving behind. Right. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Let's move on. It's, hey, one. Well, speaking of politics, let's go to Big Brother Amarosa. As you mentioned, Amarosa was on Donald Trump's television show. Mm-hmm. What is it? The, the, the Apprentice. Apprentice. The Apprentice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there, we we were all brought to the. Uh, you know, we learned about Amarosa. I think she might have done some other reality television as well. But then, you know, throughout his campaign, started a. Appearing with it with the Donald and got a job in the White House during his administration. Kind of left uh, not too recently. Well, uh, somewhat recently. Yeah, past few months. No, she yeah. got fired. Got fired from Kelly the White House. Her. Kicked out some reports that she didn't go quietly into that good night. Right, mm-hmm. that's true. Uh, she did end up on the set of Big Brother. She's in the new Ugh. Big Brother, and but now we're getting. She's dishing the dirt on things that happened to her. She whispering or, or that she witnessed I got a problem with in this. the White House. Go ahead. Why? Well, tell us. I mean, if you think right. that this guy is such a disaster or you saw things in the White House, don't you have an obligation as a patriot and a citizen to say, here's what's going on. Here's what I saw. I mean, I understand, okay, I'm going to be on this program, and then I'll write a book, and then, you know, you're going to milk it financially for everything you can get. But if it's that so bad, right. as you indicated... I, I, I question whether, you know, I think you have an obligation to say, look, let me tell you what I saw. Well, here's Come she, on. She warns about uh, the immigration with the DACA mm. people who came out were on the registry, and they said they are now being targeted because of that registry under this administration. Uh, I don't have time to give you that, but I do have time. She warns about be careful what you ask for when you call for uh, the uh, uh, ousting Donald mm. Trump as president. Uh, because what stands behind him could be much worse. I speak of Vice President Mike Pence. Can I just say this? As bad as y'all think Trump is, you would be worried about Pence. I'm just going to say that. I I know. So everybody that's wishing for impeachment might want to reconsider their life. Absolutely. (laughs) We would be begging for days of Trump back if Pence became president. That's all I'm saying. He's extreme. I'm Christian. I love Jesus. But he thinks Jesus tells him to say things there. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, I say that. There you go. Omarosa, Omarosa warning mm-hmm. you, you want to impeach Donald Trump, you're going to have to deal with President Pence. Oy That's your audio file for today. I'm out. Pence, he never, he, never, he never knows anything that's going on. All these mm. troubles and trials and tribulations within the White House. Yeah. Is, I, I, I don't know. I'm unaware I'm, of yeah, that. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that until later. I'm, I'm going to wait for Jesus to tell me. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news, here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A computer virus is reportedly set to attack this week ahead of Valentine's Day. It will target singles in their email inbox. Let it be known single folks that the hot singles in your area do not, in fact, want to have sex with you. Next, Missouri wants to designate July 7th as the official sliced bread day. Some say this idea is the best thing since sliced bread. Finally, A missing Fort Bragg family has been found camping in Tennessee. Apparently the husband has been AWOL from the base for about a month.
Oh buddy. Can't run from the military pal. Oops. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Got that Valentine's Day thing all set. Ooh. Got to get it in gear. Yeah, when is that? Next week? Hey, look, uh, look I realize uh, most men probably say, okay, well, you know, I don't. All you have to do is look at couples on Valentine's uh, Day night, you know, out to dinner, and it's just a lot of the men have just had that sad sack look on their face. <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, it's just one. Well, they do. It's just they one do. of the. They don't yeah, want to take their wife out to dinner. You can really? take your wife out to dinner anytime, but it's mm-hmm. a, it's this it's this obligation, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that anybody really looks that that forward much forward to it. But with that said, guys, don't that. screw this up. All right, it's just <laughs> one day out of the year. All right, it's just one day. You know, kind of you know, plant that smile on your face, mm-hmm. and just and you're having a you're having a great time. Just clench your teeth. And just bite it's the like bullet and do it. It's like going to the dentist, all right? You, you go to the dentist, it. you have to say to yourself, okay, in six hours, this will all be over with, and I'm going to be fine. A couple of hours, I'm going to be out of there. Yeah, yeah. Everything is uh, fine. Toothache is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Just do what you have to do, all right? Yeah. Just do what you have to do. Go to Lou Gardens. What? They have live music. Oh. Whatever. My I wife, mean, do whatever. My yeah, you got to get the flowers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> make the dinner reservation, you know, you know, go to Goldsmith, get some jewelry, whatever it is. You got to get, get this done, all right? Don't screw it up. Suck it up. Because the pain that you go through on Valentine's evening is a lot less than if you screw it up. Oh, you mean the day after Valentine's Day when your wife's giving and you the stink eye? it's going to be more eye? than a day. Oh, no. You're going to have maybe several weeks of stink eye until you make up mm. for it. Mm. Yeah. Be, by the way, uh, here's some interesting news, at least I thought, mm. is that uh, the... Um, Remington Firearms Company has uh, filed for bankruptcy. What? Firearm industry riding high during the run-up to the 2016 election. Hillary Clinton was favored to win, and an array of gun rights advocates warned of a looming Second Amendment crackdown. Earlier that year, President Barack Obama had stoked similar fears by proposing to expand federal background checks and firearm purchases soared. Uh, Now that um, Donald Trump has been elected president, uh, they don't have that boogeyman around anymore. Yep. And uh, firearm sales have have really gone down. So Remington has declared bankruptcy. Now, I don't know what that means, if it staves off creditors or gives you a little bit more time. But mm. <clears throat> president says here, uh, President Donald Trump's upset over Clinton seems to have helped reverse all that. Fears of a crackdown have tapered off under a president who called himself a true friend of the National Rifle Association. So have gun sales. Gun sales apparently weigh down. Oh, why would that be? Because because nobody 
fears that their guns are going to be taken away oh, when oh, you have that fear. I they see. go out and yes. you buy and buy and buy and store. It seems a little Stock reversed because, yeah. you know, he's a friend of the NRA, so mm-hmm. you'd think that there would be more guns going out, but not really. Huh. Well, so already, there then. you go. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So the Remington Company, which is an American True Blue, right, company. True Blue American. You yeah. got that right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they are now bankrupt. We don't know if they're officially out of business. No, yet, I don't think they're out of business. They're probably just reorganizing some, yeah. some way. But mm-hmm. they are declaring uh, bankruptcy. So uh, they have something in common with the president. Oh, that's cold, too. They're pretty good, though. Cold, huh? though. Don't very, think very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else do we have going on? We got mm-hmm. the boat, the Olympics. Oh, don't you feel bad for those boat people? A little bit. A little? Come on. But you have to, you know, you have to have a, a modica, an idea of what you're getting yourself involved in. Yeah. And boating people, usually sailboat people, they're very helpful with one another. I think that's true. You're in the boatyard. Boat I don't know sure. what to, you know. Where do you put the caulk for the scenes? You know, is it fiberglass? Is it, is it wood? Is this that? Whatever. They, they usually very. Let me help you out. Let me show you what you need to do. Yes. But when you, you know, you have an open water sailboat, you're putting it in the Gulf of Mexico. You're putting it in the Atlantic. Whatever you're doing, I mean, there's there are things you need to know. You need to know number one how to sail. Well, well, yeah. Muy importante, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Probably you have to have some idea about small engine repair. That would be helpful, too, yes. Okay. Got it. Check. The things you, you know, you mm-hmm. the, the, the protocol when it comes to radio, you have to have some idea about navigation. You have to know how to read a chart. A, a navigation chart, a, a boating chart. Correct. Yeah, I would think, yeah, sure. Yeah, these people get their, they buy their, uh, sink $5,000 into a sailboat. Third, I think a twenty or thirty year old sailboat. Mm. Buy it for five thousand, and then twenty uh, eight footer. Then they you know they buy it for five, sink another five into it. Don't know how to sail. That's all to the money the, they had in the world. They sold every possession, and that's what they got. Yeah, according to the, according what to the said. press accounts, really didn't know how to sail. Yeah. The father or father in law, I guess he knows a little bit about sailing. He gets on the boat, teaches them, tries to teach them some things, and they get to Tampa, no trouble. They yeah. stay there for a while. They put all this. They work on the boat. They get the boat all ship shape, and then the, yeah, the father-in-law. The father goes back to Alabama or wherever he's from. Correct. And uh, and, uh, and in off. short order, they run it aground, and the keel oh. the keel cracks off. Now, the keel's that big, pointy part on the lead bottom mm. or fiberglass bottom that keeps the boat upright. It counterbalances the boat. If you don't have a keel, then you you might as well be sailing a canoe. And uh, so that breaks off, and uh, because it's now top some, heavy, it it topples it over, and capsizes, starts everything taking on they, water. Everything they own two in, days in two days. They, everything they own is in nine feet of water. They lost everything. They grabbed their dog. They grabbed a little bit of cash, a couple of items, and and that's it. I think it's a great dream. So, well, we're going to get this boat, we're going to fix it up, and we're going to sail. Now, 28 feet. You better know each other very well. It's not so big. 28 <laughs> feet. I can't. Is that it's like not as big. big as this room? For two of you and a dog? Mm. Oh, it's a little pug or something. It's cute. The dog looked cute. Those people were are just dopey. Without any training... You to think know they're going to go any old where? No. It's not hard. It's not hard to learn how to sail, but you have to put some time in. Mm-hmm. On one one trip is not enough. No, with I your father-in-law. So. No. no, and he probably sailed for the most part. He probably sailed himself. Watch this. 
Well, you have I, to know I, how to tack. Uh, you have to know how to come about. They did go and and start up a what's it? A you fund me or GoFundMe or whatever it's called. Yeah, they started up a GoFundMe account and they got back. They thought ten thousand because that's what they put into the boat and then the and the repairs. They ended up already, as of this morning, they had already 14. You have to know how to trim sails. You probably should know right. at least five knots, including a bowline, which is the most important one. If you can't tie a bowline, don't sail. Uh, Until you can tie a bowline, don't sail. Isn't that that cowboy tie? What's that cowboy tie called? That's a bolo tie. That's a bolo. Oh, a bolo. You said a bowlend? Bowline. Bowline. Yeah, well, but how are we, B-O-W-L-I-N. By the same right. word, you pronounce it bowling. Correct, Mundo. Oh, like James It's Brolin. a knot that has a loop on the end. It really gives a lot of, it has some give to it. Mm. Okay. Well, they didn't know any I could of that. Teach you. I could teach you how to tie a bowling. You'll know by 530. Mm. All right, you want to Easy. Tie. The rabbit goes around the tree and all that. Yeah. That's exactly. how you tie your shoes. No, no, this is a different rabbit. Oh, 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 I see. This is a manly rabbit. Hey, you got to you got to know you got to know some things. Yeah. Before well, they you didn't try know anything, that. and everything they owned, every you don't dollar. go sailing in the Gulf of Mexico if you don't know how to sail. You don't cross the Gulf Stream and head for the Bahamas if you don't don't know Jim, how to sail. They couldn't even get from the the, the dock <laughs> to an <laughs> island that was within eyesight of the shops. Before they ran a grass, they went, everybody could see them going, Voop! They have and a pot to piss in now. Some nope, donations are coming no. in. So now we're going to buy another boat. Well, okay. Listen, Spend the honey. money, go to a sailing academy, and try to get a little bit of knowledge about sailing. Oh, and here are their priorities. They what? took uh, with them, as the ship went down yes. and went belly up, they took $90 in cash, his ID, and her cell phone. That's all. What about and, the dog? And what the happened dog. to the dog? No, they got the dog. Okay. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From. First things first, I'm going to say all the words inside my head. I'm fired up and tired of the way that things have been. So report out there, uh, what is a record number of condoms have been distributed at the Olympics Village? Yep. Really? Every Olympics. Oh, yeah. yeah they're, but this they're, is a record. Yeah. They're very provocative, I think, those athletes, you know. Why not? Yeah. Right? They're in their prime. They're they, in good you shape. Know, they're yeah, sure. The sure. best shape. <laughs> and you're meeting no, all not? these, yeah. you know, global, international people. You'll never see them again. You know, get a good something, something, and move on, will you? I think they said it worked out to like thirty-eight condoms per athlete. Jesus. Holy cow! <laughs> Over seventeen days, but they're not always easy. They're not there the whole time. You're only there yeah. for the length of your competition. Yeah, Are they you? don't hand out those condoms to you until you finish your competition. Oh, you can't get lucky before. No, or? they don't want you wasting oh, any energy. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. You get yeah. I don't believe that. Nah, that sounds sketchy, what? doesn't it? I thought it was just in the big bowl in every dorm room. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. It's only, yeah, it's only available Village. to those. You know, competition over. Got your medal, no medal, mm-hmm. whatever. No. Here, have 38 condoms. I think it's at the Before Olympic that, Village. The coaches say, no. No. It's at the Olympic Village. Everybody can grab as many as they like from the bowl. All right. Well, you're not going to win a medal. <laughs> I don't 
think that's, it, that's, that's none of your business. Yeah, that's you know. I'm a coach. You want me to be the coach or not? I'm telling yeah, you coach, right now. Yeah, coach. All of a sudden, you're going to pull a muscle. You're going to strain something. Oh yeah. Before you know, you're running out of energy. You say, okay, oh. time to hit the you know, time to hit the the competition. You're going to, eh, I really don't. You know. Mm. Oh, I just want a cigarette. One triple eight nine. Oh, hey, you gonna run this weekend? Run, run what? The, Cup- the Cupid Undie Run is this Saturday. I oh. have not run in twenty years, and I don't plan to. No jog though. You don't have to run. No, I haven't jogged in twenty years. Jim, so. it's a walk. They describe it as a mile, a mile ish at your ish. own pace. Mm. <laughs> Party. Okay. Well. All right. So when does it start? Uh, let's see. It's from noon to 4 p.m. this Saturday yeah, downtown sorry. Orlando by Elixir. That's yeah. my pace. I wouldn't be able to finish by 4. Here's Eric <laughs> on Real Radio. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> Eric. Yes, How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. What's going on? I wanted to comment on the couple with the sailboat. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, obvious. First things first is why would you invest everything in your life into one thing and you didn't know thing number one about that? that particular thing you were investing in. I, well, I they're young, and uh, they have a dream, and uh, like uh, many uh, people do. I mean, there are people who do this. Uh, I think the most successful ones are the ones who know something about sailing in the first place. But right, I mean, I'm sure they can take at least one sailboat lesson, correct? At least. I would think that people who wanted to <laughs> yeah. sail around the Caribbean Golly. would know how to sail, first of all. Right. Say, Let's sail and see if we enjoy this uh-huh. and see well, if we know what we're doing before we buy a boat. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, you brought up a good point. It only being 28 feet long, you, obviously you got to be really comfortable with that one other person you're going to be spending all this time with. That's not a lot of room. What does that mean? 28 feet. If you're if you're, if you're just sailing around the world, think about this. I, I know this is probably a rudimentary thought, but I mean, when nature calls, so you're just 20 feet away from your your old lady crapping off the side of the boat there. Oh I mean, come on, there's got to be a off bathroom. The side of the boat. Silly. They have bathrooms. They have a head there. I they don't have loud. to poop in the middle of the road. <laughs> a, I mean, the middle of the ocean. You have a modicum of uh, privacy. <laughs> Number one, somebody has For to be up the wheel sake. or the tiller. You know. Yeah. Oh, God I got to go to the bathroom. Well, I'll go down, sit in the salon as you go to the as you go to the John. <laughs> Let the dog steer the boat. No. Twenty-eight feet. Excuse me. Twenty-eight feet is not a okay. is not a is not a long area. And plus, got to remember the boat at twenty-eight feet it narrows down mm-hmm. to the point in the front. So you get a little bit of get you get a little galley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A little, that's the kitchen. Maybe a two burner stove. Mm-hmm. Probably no oven. No oven. You get the booth, and uh, little, you might have little little closet space. Then you got a little you know place like a, a not a sofa but you know yeah, inside a, well, it's and that, a table fold away table it's that booth it's, it's that a... the table that drops down then you flip down the sides then it's the bed but Correct. you put it back up but it's <laughs> yeah. the two bench seats right, and the right, table right. Yeah. it makes a bed yeah that's the booth mm-hmm. and you're gonna right. live on that thing for a long time it well. sounds cozy I would hate it, but I, I'm sure some people get a charge out of it. I think some people are wired that way, uh, albeit a very small number of people. No, I couldn't do it. Nope. I, I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You, you've, you've, you've urged me, may, I mean, dozens of times. Get a boat. Sail to the Bahamas. Get a boat. Sail to Costa Rica. Get a boat. Sail around the well, world. You need, yeah, but no. I always said it needs to be at least 44 feet. Well, 44. What's the magic 44? This is the first time you've ever put a number on that. That's no, a lot I've of horse. No, I've always said 44 feet. Hockey. 40, 44 for, for, feet for, or no. longer. Anything less than 44 feet. You're too cramped. Okay. Says the guy who buys a luxury seat for the movie theater and one on each side of him. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here anybody. Feet is not bad with a sailboat for two people. I'm telling you right now because 44 feet, the uh, the the width of the boat is yeah. a lot is a lot uh, mm-hmm. wider. You get a little bit more elbow room. You know what I'm saying? I do. I would get claustrophobic. You too. I mean, I can't imagine you would be trapped on that little boat. No, I don't. Wouldn't no, be so good no, on that for for an extended length of time. No, not uh-uh. so good, right? No, You'd get a little no, stir no. crazy I, or something. I got to get off this boat. I got to get off, <laughs> Catherine. Yeah, I don't think it'd be so hot on there. No, I don't think so either. Mm-mm. It sounds romantic. Let's go and we'll, we'll sail. Oh, I've known people this. when I lived no. in the Virgin Islands. Mm-mm. I knew plenty of people who did that. I mean, you they did? sailed from island to yeah, from island to island. They'd work for a while, you know, wherever they stopped, yeah. either bartending or oh, wait, wait. waitress, do the, some of that kind of stuff. And then to, when they had enough money to make either repairs or supplies, whatever they needed, poof, off they'd go and they poof. sailed down the island chain, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, then sure. God only knows where they went from there. Right. It is romantic. I mean, it, it is. sounds like it, but it's not I'm, so great. I, huh? Nope. You're in the sun. Even the surf, worse. You're free. You got the you got the wind, you know, at your at your sail, so to speak. You're footloose and fancy free. Okay. <laughs> what are your obligations? You don't have any obligations. You have no family. Maritime, it's just you and a partner. Or whether maritime it's a, law. Whether it's a buddy or whether right. it's, a, you know, whether it's your, your partner, whatever yeah. the case might be. Well, they didn't seem unhappy to me, the ones that I knew. Okay. Of course, they were always stoned. One triple eight nine. Well, I know all about it, Jim. What? I lived know? on a sailboat. You have not. I have to. For how long? Five days. Oh. <laughs> okay. Went to the dry tortugas. Oh, not that story. <laughs> oh, with yeah, with the map went over yeah, and then sure. everybody had dive in. And... I had to go uh-huh. save the map because yeah, that's how you really, navigate. They were really sailing for Marathon, but ended up in the Dry Tortugas. <laughs> hey. <laughs> they went a little off kilter there. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a place. It is a place, yeah. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they got north right. It was just the east and the west that the, caused them a little bit of a problem. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Here's Dan on Real Radio. Go ahead, Dan. Hi, Jim. When when you're talking about the Olympic athletes yeah. uh, getting together, uh, it immediately reminded me of Burgess Meredith cautioning Rocky not to be with Adrian before the fight because it would make him weak in the legs. Okay, I know, yeah, okay, very yeah, good. You talk about the athletes not having sex before they compete. I Jim. thought football players, that was the rule, too. It's always been boxers. the rule. They've always been yeah, the boxers. rule. Yeah, I Track and feel whatever. It's like, please. The coach is always saying, please, don't. You're you, you, you you going to hurt all that something. Yeah. Yeah, you spend a lot of energy. You release a certain amount of testosterone. you gotta have, they got to have all that in you. In you. You don't want to waste any. <laughs> I'm telling you right okay. now, you don't want to waste any testosterone. Coaches would tell you all the time in high school. Wait, what? Wasn't no Doc Ellis the one hooking up with women in the dugout during the game, though? That was Doc Ellis, but Doc Ellis was also on acid a lot. And <laughs> so, Doc Ellis would drink a, uh, a oh fifth of vodka before he pitched. All right, so acid and vodka, you're good to you, do it. You throw right. one perfect game high on acid, and everyone's telling all these stories about you. Tales out of school. It's a big difference, though, between throwing you know, a baseball and, and running a quarter mile as fast as you can. Fair yeah. point. The cardio okay. issue. There is a kid. There is a yeah. cardio issue, <laughs> right. and you have to have or throwing a javelin or something or or lifting, you know, pushing weights during competition. Oh. You have to have that testosterone. Well, that's clean and jerk. You can't, you know, no you clean know. and jerking well, before like, you yeah, get that's there. That's what they tell right. you before the competition. Right. No clean and uh-huh. jerk for you if you understand right. what I'm I saying. I do know what you mean. There, okay, yeah. okay. I won't be heard, worth crap. I've heard of people who hit their head and then wake up doing 
you know, speaking a different language. Yeah, right. There's an Arizona woman, Jim, who now woke up and is speaking with a British accent, but she's never left the United States and has never had a head injury. Well, how hard that would she, that be? She went to sleep. I could do that. It's there's yeah. they've named the syndrome. Yeah. No. You wake up. Oh, good morning, sweetheart. And I about a cuppa. <laughs> this woman has a syndrome. They Some now beans on toast, a loving a cuppa. They named it. It's called foreign accent syndrome. Went to sleep with a headache. Woke up sounding like Mary Poppins. No, it's different. No. If she woke up and she was speaking Esperanto or no. Spanish, no. but just to wake up and have a British accent, She's I mean had, anybody could do that. They each started with an extreme headache and ended in a bizarre change in her so, speech. First, she sounded Irish, then she sounded Australian, and now she sounds British. Feeling proper mental today, <laughs> I am. Yes, she is. Yeah, and then she was Australian from the Outback. Hey, love, and, how you doing? You uh-huh. pretty bird you are. How about Good a cuppa? Good day. And then they don't know what triggered the change, but now they've named it. It's called foreign accent syndrome. You don't have to have a... There's no syndrome. She just woke up and no. said, watch this. No, she didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> well, how... Okay. It's a, and it's, you're going to get it because it's somebody that has migraines. The headaches make your brain synapses fire funny, and the next thing you know, oh, you wake up a with accent. a foreign accent. Well, I don't want one of those. I want a different accent. I want Italian. Oh, Italian. <laughs> oh, great. Hey, Gabagool to you, then. Hey, uh, look at this. I just uh, wake up like this. Hey, Bongo <laughs> Barberini. You know Stugat. what I'm saying? Stugats, yeah. Yeah. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil yeah, to you, too. Next time you, you have a migraine or you're working on a migraine. <laughs> Here's, Jim, want... Here's Jim waking up from his next migraine. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, splashing in the water with the geisha girls. Yeah, with the with the washcloth on the your top head. of your head. I don't know what that. I don't know what. I, don't, I never that? figured that out. No. I don't know whether it's to keep your head warm Mm-mm. or just some place to put the washcloth. It's the Phillips <laughs> file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. And now the Phillips file presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Ray today. Daniel Daniel is the backup. Mr. Pingman, what is the prize? I'll head to the soundproof booth. Oh, boy. It's a pair of tickets to Wasi's Cooking Class. Kevin Ward Southern Roots on February 24th at Wasi's Meat Market in Melbourne. You can join Kevin Ward for an evening of grilled and smoked dishes inspired by his Southern Roots, including meatloaf fatty, crispy porchetta, shrimp and pimento cheese grits, and biscuits and brisket gravy. <laughs> what is that again? Meatloaf, meatloaf fatty. Hey, who you call fatty? <laughs> okay, here we go. Thank you, Pinkman, for the prize mention. We have a category. This was sent in based on yesterday's show. I want to thank Gary, a first-time contributor. Nice. The, the category uh, is brought to you by rockin-life.com. I guess that's his website. It's called, I wasn't there, but I saw what you did. Uh-oh. I wasn't there, Ooh. but I saw what you did is the name of the category. Questions about artistic expression derived from imagination. And I believe this stems from the conversation about Bruce Springsteen never being inside a factory and him writing about the working man. So uh, let's get to the category. 
And let's welcome Ray to the program. Hello, Ray. How you doing today? Good, Jack. How are you? I'm doing well. Would you? Uh, are you ready to play? I'm ready. Okay, so this is questions about artistic expression derived from imagination. Sounds complex, but not really. It's a little wordy, so just listen up, and I think you'll be just fine, Ray. Going to reset the clock for you, and we'll begin in three, two, one. Forming in the San Francisco Bay Area, Creedence Clearwater Revival made much success tapping into southern rock sound and writing songs about bayous, the southern USA, and the Mississippi River. What year did CCR break up? 1973. Despite living and forming in the 1970s, Iron Maiden's lyrics over the plight of Native American Indians from early New World settlers to the flight of Icarus and other ancient history and myths. How many full-length studio albums did Iron Maiden record with original singer Paul Diano? Four. Michelangelo never met Christ, Adam, or David, but he beautifully captured their essence through his sculpture and paintings. In feet, how tall is the statue of David? Eight feet. First published in 1976, the novel Roots, the saga of the American family, was written so vividly by Alex Haley, who, believe it or not, wasn't alive during the time period in which the novel takes place. How many weeks did the book stay on the New York Times bestseller list? 62. And with no clever or ironic prelude required, what year did Neil Diamond release the Christmas album? Nineteen seventy eight. Time. Wow, that is wordy. Great job. And a great job by Gary for writing that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Gary. Mm-hmm. Sweet Santa Claus. Rock. Right. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, good. Much better. Yes, much better. <laughs> good one. Very good. Uh, <laughs> told you smart. I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I don't know about smart. Never felt so all good. right, all right. Don't give it anything away. What? <laughs> Hey, Jim, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Category based on yesterday's conversation, Gary, a listener, heard you talking about Springsteen and how you were a little put off by the fact that he told Jimmy Buffett he was never inside a factory. I've been thinking about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Springsteen, often known for writing about the, the plight of the, the mm-hmm. working man. Mm-hmm. I think it was taken out of context. Oh, okay. no. Now you're giving him all the benefit of the doubt, huh? No, I just well, think that uh, there's more to it uh, than just... It was just at first blush. It was like, what? But it's not. Doesn't, not so uh, much now. Doesn't, okay. uh, doesn't uh, diminish my appreciation for his music. People Thank find you. inspiration in various places, Jim. Yes. Uh, Gary, our listener, found inspiration for this category in your comments yesterday. Okay. So uh, his category is brought to you by his website, rockin-life.com. How did the guy before me do? How did my competition Oh, do? he was smart. The category, are you ready? <laughs> sure. What is it's it? It's called... Oh. I wasn't there, but I saw what you did. Okay. Uh Questions about artistic expression derived from imagination. Okay, then. All right. So if you're ready, we're going to reset the clock for you and begin. You got to listen carefully to these questions. A little wordy, so listen up. Ready to go? Okay, I'll try. In three, two, one. Forming in the San Francisco Bay Area, Creedence Clearwater Revival made much success tapping into a southern rock sound and writing songs about bayous the Southern USA, and Mississippi River. What year did CCR break up? 1977. Despite living and forming in the 1970s, Iron Maiden's lyrics cover the plight of Native American Indians 
from early New World settlers, the flight of Icarus, and other ancient history and myths. How many full-length studio albums did Iron Maiden record with original singer Paul Diano? Five. Michelangelo never met Christ, Adam, or David, but he beautifully captured their essence through his sculpture and paintings. In feet, how tall is his statue of David? Fifteen feet. First published in 1976, the novel Roots, the saga of the American family, was written so vividly by Alex Haley, who, believe it or not, wasn't alive during the time period in which the novel takes place. How many weeks did the book stay on the New York Times bestseller list? 73. With no clever or ironic prelude required, what year did Neil Diamond release the Christmas album? 1984. <laughs> Okay, nice Jim, Jewish good job boy. on your what time. You think, huh? I think you did great. Did I do okay? Yeah, you so, so did. I'm you adding did all right. five seconds oh. to your time, though. Uh, I remember I told you earlier this week we're adding that handicap. New policy. Yeah. It's the same old policy. New corporate-wide policy. <sighs> Thanks again to Gary for the category. Jim, you're playing against Ray. That's right, love. Let's see. So what oh, you, oh, you snapped. Just... I'm speaking with a British accent. <laughs> oh, I see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. CCR. Formed on the West Coast, wrote about the Southern USA. They broke up in what year? Ray said. 73. Jim. 77. 72. Ray gets the point. Ray got the these people lately. Iron Maiden. I would have never known their lyrics talk about Native Americans and other early New World settlers and mythology because Mm -hmm. I never listened to Iron Maiden, Mo. Oh, I see. However, Paul Diano, the original singer, how many studio albums for Iron Maiden with Paul as their singer? Ray said. Four. Jim. Five. Two, Ray gets the point. It's Come two on, nothing. Ray. What are you doing oh, to me? Boy. Michelangelo <laughs> painted Christ, Adam, it. his statue of David is legendary. Yeah. I stood right outside the building that housed it in Florence. Didn't go inside. Why not? Cost money. Oh, my God. How tall is that statue? Of, plus, you can see him, his image on all the T-shirts they're selling in the oh, cart well, the right in front of the museum. Okay, you, can buy, you can buy those little plastic ones, too. No, that's I, probably true. You got that right, boss. How tall is the original, yeah, though? Ray original. said. Eight feet. That's Jim, good. 15. 17 feet. Jim's on the board. Yay, Two to one. Come back, pop. kid. Come on, baby. Come on. Roots. It was a miniseries before it was a miniseries. It was a book by Alex Haley. Yeah, Chicken okay. George. Yeah, yeah, points. Chicken George. You got points for that. Mm-hmm. However, how many weeks did the book stay on the New York Times bestseller list? Mm. Weeks on the bestseller list. I okay. Don't know. I don't Ray know said. This. He said it stayed on there 62 weeks. That's a good guess. Jim, Jim said 73. The answer, 46 weeks. Oh, Ray's on. closer. Ray leads 3 to 1. Son i got to get this right on the money. All you have to do is yeah, you do. know the year that a fine Jewish boy by the name of Neil Diamond released this. the Christmas album. Christmas album, yeah, Jim. This. What year did Neil Diamond release the Christmas album? If I'm wrong, album, I want to be off by many, now, many years. If I'm off by one or two, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really be torqued. You weren't thinking Barbara Streisand's yeah. Christmas album. Were you? No, love, not really. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> get, this, get this on the money, we go to time. Mm-hmm. Come on, Chip. Come on, baby. Neil Diamond, the Christmas album. What year? Ray said. The year of our Lord, 1978. Jim, Jim said, said. 1984. The answer? 1992. Oh, ah, Jim gets the point. Not enough. Ray not enough. wins the game. Guys took me down again. Good job, Ray. Damn Thanks it. for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes. Stupid Neil Diamond. What are you what? Say? And no. closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. Wow. Wow. What a, a good start to the season. You and Pinkman were tied up until that moment. 
Oh, he's got easy categories. I know the answers to those questions. <laughs> he has double the right amount of questions. Oh, that's right. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man in Utah broke into a police station using empty vodka bottles and meditated until the cops got there. Wow. Those Mormons are starting to get pretty wild out there. I'm sorry. Please don't sue me. Next, Massachusetts police have arrested the Obit bandit. This guy was robbing people while they attended funerals. That's really low mister. They're already so sad they can't eat they chowda and this guy comes and steals they socks gee uh. Finally, after getting his fourth DWI, a man is making the argument that the legal limit discriminates against alcoholics. Yeah bro good luck getting that to hold up in court. Headlines were brought to you by the Josh Pinkman blog. Go there to see an organ made of Furbies at realradio.fm keyword Pinkman. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the... That's all right for you. That's all right, baby. Any way you do, now that's all right. That's all right. That's all right, now, mama. Anyway. Uh, no. Yes. But no. You'll be fine. Yes, no, what? Uh, the answer to your question was yes. Oh. But did it. But no one else heard what my question was. Yeah, but you know what it was. <laughs> I know what it was. You don't want to talk about that? I can talk about it. Oh, now I want to know. Uh, well, I can... asked if you, at, because the beginning of this song by Junior Wells and Derek Trucks started with the harmonica, yeah. and I asked if you have started playing the harmonica yet. You know, uh, I... we have the harmonica fest in every uh, so? fall, uh-huh. and uh, last time they were here, you said- I'm doing it. Carly Palmer- by next year, I swear, we will know how to play. I found my harmonica that they gave me. Mm-hmm. And, uh... From the guy from War? That yeah, one? Lee Oscar. Yeah, yeah. The Lee Oscar one. Mm-hmm. The Lee Oscar, Engraved. which is a brand. Yeah. Uh, well. And a person. And, uh, and went to the uh, internet. Mm-hmm. To uh, YouTube University. <laughs> and, uh... So, anyway... Moving right along. And how you doing on that? Well, other things have come along that are just oh, kind of gotten in the way. That's all. But I will be ready. Okay. okay. I put mine in my car so I would do it at the red lights. Yeah. I've never done it one time. I'm, I'm self-conscious. If somebody sees me. You have darkened windows, don't you? No. You don't? I don't think so. Do I, I have darkened windows? I think you do. I don't think I do. But anyway, I, it doesn't matter because I, I'm embarrassed to do it. So even if I'm listening to the, you know. Turning on some tunes and trying to play along. I don't know. I feel funny doing it. My daughter plays a ukulele now. Really? Cool. She picked it up on her own and uh, through YouTube University taught herself to play. Cool. And we got our fire pit at Christmas. And when my sisters were in town recently, fire, she was actually playing there. So I grabbed the mouth harp, Uh the harmonica. Yeah, how'd you do? I was jamming along. Oh, my God. 
Did you play Somewhere Over was the it, Rainbow? Was it harmonic? No, she can play Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Right. Yes. I can just uh, uh, blow in and blow out. out. Yeah, blow that's in, it. Blow that's out. it. Mm. <laughs> There's no that? tune. It's just discordant. When is that harmonic at first, anyway? Fall? October? October? November? Is that usually when it happens? That. Fall October. They come in and do their thing. Mm-hmm. Farley and Adam. Mm-hmm. Nice guys. You, you promised. They are nice guys. All right, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Champagne, oh chocolate, roses, all dinner maybe. Ash all, Wednesday, too. All of the above. <gasps> oh. So when you go out to dinner on Valentine's Day, you still have those ashes on your forehead? Yes. Or is that, uh... You can wash by then, right? No. I might not. I am running sound at church tomorrow, and yes. it's a 7 a.m. mass. Remember um, Seabird? Seabird used to work for uh, the station. He'd come in. Had big... so much uh, ashes on it. He looked like he was in blackface. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. Oh, my God. Well, it depends, because the priest, what he'll do is he'll put his thumb in the ashes, and then he'll usually hit three parishioners. But if you're first... So you if to... you're the first one, you get to schmear, you know, moderate on the second, and the last one, it's it fades, it's real light, but then he'll smoosh again, and that next person, oh, they get it. Yeah. And since it's Valentine's Day, I think Can our... Can you make a heart out of it instead? Yeah, that's our... Father John said he's going to shoot... He said the bishop asked him to make hearts, but he, goes, he doesn't think he's going to be a Hearts! That's sweet. It's a saint. St. Valentine's. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, a cross, it's supposed to be the cross for crying out loud. All right. This Catholic church has never been the same ever since they did away with the Latin mass. Mm-hmm. Why stop going? <laughs> that's what my accountant says. That was a good time. What, way back when? when yeah, they that's were when church, yeah, that's when church was strict, and that's when you sat there and, you know, instead of, you know, they're playing the, they're playing the guitar now, and they're, you know, all this feel-good stuff. You're not supposed to feel that good in church. They're supposed to make you feel bad. <laughs> no, you want to go there and feel like you're connected. No, it's like to... funerals nowadays. Oh, they have these celebrations of life and all that kind of stuff. That's not what you, you know, nobody had Nobody's, you know, crying crocodile tears and just wailing and carrying on and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's the celebrations of this and celebrations of that. I'm surprised they don't have ashes in different colors now. That'd be fun. That'd be kind of exciting, wouldn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Can you request? You don't do that anymore, do you? Who? You. You. He doesn't want to tell his mother. Oh, she knows I don't go. Oh, she does. How dare you? I go on Christmas and Easter, the two holiest of holidays. Mm -hmm. Just to cover your bases. Just in case, you know. C&E, when yeah. the time comes and you yeah. go to the pearly gates and they open the big ledger, oh, okay, well, you went to a Christmas uh, Mass and Easter, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, old St. Pete, he'll let me in. Yeah, we get C&E. you uh, the bottom layer of clouds. All right, if it's a C&E Catholic. <laughs> and no harp for you. Low-income clouds. Right. It's so, a what? Uh, if it's a, Jack calls those Catholics. C&E. C&Es, yeah. the Christmas and Easter people, uh-huh. C&Es. Yeah, right. So the Jews are R and Ys. Right, I mean, if Rosh you go Hashanah and, and Yom, Yom Kippur, Kippur. yeah, Points. so it's just R and Ys. I never even thought about that, but it's the rise. So yeah, All right. bread, I it's get it. It's kind of the rise, yeah. I never, I never gave it a shortened name, but there are plenty of Jews that go twice a year for that. You know, if you're going to go at all, you go for that. Those two. Why? Uh-huh. That's the holiest, of the high holy days. It's the biggest of the big. You know. Yeah, but doesn't like. You know, I mean, the, doesn't well, the rabbi put the guilt trip on everybody? Well, sure. Right, Maybe I he see. wants you to you come. Can show up, uh, no, you can show up. No, no. I can see you can show up for this. Our guy never puts a guilt trip on you. He says, "I'm glad." <laughs> you know, he's sort of like he's glad you're home. You know, glad you found your way back. 
You know, yeah. that's all. But would it hurt a little bit? Yeah, you know, you every could. once in a while in between uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, I mean, you could, you know, show up a couple of times on a Friday evening. Yeah. Would it kill you? Wouldn't kill you. <laughs> well, he doesn't do that, but I'm sure he could. Just give him a sure, look. Sure, why yeah, not? Yeah, you know. He should guilt trip you. Of course. We're specialists in this department. Well, yeah. So we're Catholics, too, I bet. You know, it's not just Jews that have the mark on guilt. It's just a different type of guilt in uh-huh. the way that they apply it. Jews seem to have a much more friendly form of guilt than Catholics. Catholics know. simply say, hey, you're going to hell. You better, you know, not, I'm just saying. Oh, hey, you know. oh, it's been a while for you. They don't do that anymore. Mm. See, that's another thing wrong with the church. You know, that's what they're supposed to do. Now, you're going to hell. You, know, you might be able to choose which ring of hell you're going to, but you're going straight to hell. Ooh. I think I those wanna... venial sins. Oh, no. Those oh. mortal sins. Oh, those are worse? Which one are worse? Mortal. Right, yeah. guys? Yes. I know. You say so. <laughs> yeah, we do. There's, Stations of the Cross, 14. There are nine rings of hell, according to Dante. Yeah, was he Catholic? Is, he, I don't think that's the same thing. I thought he said yeah, it was huh? seven rings. I thought he was an atheist. Is it nine? It's nine. Uh, the ninth is the frozen one. Oh. Frozen one? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know whether the ninth ring of hell is the worst. Yeah, there's the one with all the murder. It's like number three or something. Three or four. Yeah. What happens in there? I don't know what happens there, but it's what's which one is that? Just look it up. Fourth ring of hell. Or Dante's circles or rings. There's one where you get your head chewed on for all eternity. Oh, wow, come on. Stop it. Please. That's not good. Get off. The get fir- off of me. No. <laughs> get off. The fourth one is greed. Uh those what who- happens there? They are divided into two groups, those who hoarded possessions and those who lavishly spent it, and they are doomed to joust one another. Oh, no. Well, okay, okay, that'd be all right. I <laughs> guess. For all eternity, you have to joust. Yeah, well, you're horseback, right? You're doing oh, the whole with whatever. Oh, with a thing. Yeah, yeah. Lance. Mm-hmm. All right, well, what ring is that? That's Four. the fourth. Oh, okay. The fifth is anger. What happens to you there? Uh, let's see. Something about the river sticks. I think you drown for all eternity. Oh, no. That would be nice. I don't want that. Yeah, I think I'd rather have that than somebody chewing on my head for eternity. <laughs> I don't like that idea at all. Chewing on your head. Chewing on your head. Get off of me. Get off. Get off. That Stop happens it. in the seventh circle, I believe. The head chewing? Yes. Oh, my. Well, all right, so go down below that What's and that? what happens to you. Uh, the eighth circle of hell is resided by the fraudulent. Yeah. Uh, there is a flying monster there by the name of Garion. And what Ooh. does Garion do? Is that like Mothra or Godzilla? <laughs> I'm st- no. I'm, I'm still sure. reading. Okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Seducers, something, something. Just tell me what happens to people. Mm. Well, I'm not getting any good answers here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's chewing on your head. Does it mean that, they, that your whole head is in there, or yeah, they just take little parts and chew no, on it? No, and there's slobber on you, and ew, I wouldn't like that at all. No. I don't know. Maybe if you've got, you know, the right... Yeah, can you get a little bit lower? Oh, get an yeah. itch back there. <laughs> no, it's some, it's some big slobber face. It's like a you. dog. You ever see a dog chewing on its uh, leg? You know, they got that... Yeah. They're eating baby corn. Yeah, the That might feel pretty good for eternity. Ew. It's like a scalp massage. You know, oh, yeah. Aww. Now we're talking. Doesn't sound good at all. 
and they're running a survey, Jim. I I told you the story in the news. Uh, What is it? The budget. (laughs) They are cutting all kinds of food. They're cutting all kinds of food stamps, right? They're cutting food stamps for the poorest among us Mm -hmm. in in America. And signing everyone up for Blue Apron. But they're giving you a box of stuff instead. (laughs) Whose great idea is this? That's Mick Mulvaney, the guy with the little glasses. Anyway, it turns out... They think it'll... They, they don't have to worry about you using your food stamps for things like fresh fruits and vegetables right. when mm-hmm. they can send you a box of rice cheese. and beans. Old, old government cheese. cheese. And, and beans and rice and, 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 and a box of milk, not a real fresh milk, but that, you know... The, the boxed milk. The box-o mm. milk. Mm. And then, mm. um, yeah. Get a couple of Oreos with but that. To make it sound better to the general public and not sound like so mean... You know, they said, oh, no, it's just like a, a home meal delivery. And <laughs> like when you, Blue Apron? Yeah, or, or HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that's the box that they send you is half your, your food budget for the month. And there's stuff like peanut butter in there. There's no dinner, really. I, I don't think there's any entree at all. It looks to me like. It's enough to get you by. It, it might be oh, enough yeah, to okay. make a sandwich. But you make a, a peanut butter and cheese sandwich. Pasta's that's in tasty. There. They give you bread? I don't know if they give you bread, no. Oh, crackers? No. They don't give you cr- even uh-uh. like little Lance crackers no, or something? No, certainly not. That's that's fancy. That's high end. No. This includes peanut butter, beans, and, and maybe some canned peaches. Does anybody really? I mean, are we really going to do that to, to poor, poor people, people and senior citizens and who rely on this, Mm-mm. rely on food stamps for some... That's what the president wants. The president wants A to, box of food? box of food. You get a box. Once a week or once a month? Month. And it's half your monthly allotment of stuff. So you get some money for food stamps. They're they're slashing food stamps for the poorest Americans among us, the children, the you know the working poor, the elderly, and you get instead of you get less than half your money. And to make up for it, they send you a box of stuff. I'll get back to work. You know what I mean? They don't have any energy. They can't even. Their stomachs are growling all day at school. I mean, this is just mean spirited. Whose damn idea was this? Save them boxes, then you can make yourself an apartment and live in that one. Uh, we'll have to pay for subsidized housing. Tell you what. Mm, cardboard house. It's a mean apron box, they call it. It's not a blue apron, anything. It's a mean this apron. Is, you know, I, it's stupid. You really it think better this not is gonna, This is not going to happen. Uh-uh. Blue wave, baby. Blue wave. Register yeah. if you're not registered to vote. Register to vote and you know, t- you know, get ready to begin the process of throwing these bums out of office. Mm-hmm. God almighty. When I heard that he was trying to sell it to the American public by saying it's just like Hello Fresh or it's just like Blue Apron, I thought Did he say that? Yes. No, that, he didn't say that. Yes, he did. He couldn't equate it to anything because it's a box of stuff. So he didn't know how to describe a box of stuff. So he said it's just like Rations. home delivery. It's just yeah, that's Yeah, probably, what's that next? Like probably yeah, go to the yeah. big warehouse there where they've been storing Army and Marine Corps rations and stuff. since uh, yeah, World sure. War One. Ugh. <laughs> say here, here here's some uh, here's a can of uh, peaches we've had since nineteen forty three. Be careful when it's, you it's when so you peel the top, it could explode. It's so sad that it's it's if you don't laugh at the at the ridiculousness of it, you will cry because if you think about the hungry and the poor, I mean, these are the poorest of poor people. And instead of giving them just enough sustenance to get by with their food stamp card, you're now cutting their their ration. They want you to buy into the into the line that they have. People are abusing food stamps and and uh, now Medicaid, the big thing. I think Kentucky or Tennessee has already kicked this in. Don't be surprised if Florida uh, goes ahead with his, his work requirements now for Medicaid. Most people on Medicaid, uh, many people on Medicaid are incapable of working, whether they're senior citizens or they're disabled. Right. 
You know, they're just they, they, they're not mentally competent to hold down a job. They don't have the means to get to a job, even if they could get one. And now they want these work requirements. But for, you know what uh, they're going to do? And, it, and they pull it Come out on. with everything. They're going to find the examples. They're going to they find will. the instances. Yeah, the welfare uh, queen. Uh, yeah, the, the people who, who fraudulently abuse the system, make an example out of them and say that's why they need it for everyone. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, this box of food is not going to fly. Box of food. It's like, a, like Blue Apron. It's no, a, it's not. No, it's mean. It's terrible and mean, and there's not enough like calories in this box of food. Why not? You're giving them real food instead of who knows what they're spending, uh, Back, they're spending chips, their money on. Yeah. Yeah. Not allowed. Soda. Okay, let me just say this. When my daughter first graduated from college, she worked for AmeriCorps, right, in Jacksonville. And she was getting like literally sustenance wages, and she was allowed, working for AmeriCorps, to get food stamps. And she got food stamps, and they are actually, they don't let you buy potato chips. They are really sort of strict about it. And we tried to figure out if she could actually eat. I had, I happened to be, you know, at a part in my life where I could, you know, sort of slide her a little more money so she wasn't living solely on food stamps for her meals. So, but there, it was impossible for her to keep, and she was one person. Right. For four people to get food stamps, and then you have to feed children and elderly people. I don't know how you manage it, what? and you're not getting enough calories to make you healthy. They wouldn't let her, food. Wouldn't let her get caviar on it, Mo? There's no caviar. <laughs> you don't even get anything healthy. She said, Mom, I can't buy any fresh fruits and vegetables here on this card. Right. You know, it, there's just not enough. Um, All right. Well, we'll toss a banana in there once uh, a month. It's exactly. the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real Mobile. It's real easy. Real Mobile is powered by David Moss Chevrolet. In a world of journalistic excellence. Can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. It's Tuesday means it's time for Fritz on the Street. Brought to us in part by... This year's second best movie, Flaw Flaw Town. A story of unconditional love in the most popular film style of 2017, the musical. I love the beach and that jazzy sound. I do agree, the beach never gets me down. Dig that sound, baby, just listen. I'll dig that sand any day, daddy-o. If you love seeing two people with mythological good looks and mediocre singing skills falling in love with a Florida beach for two hours, you'll love Fla Fla Town. Indubitably, I do believe in Fla Fla Town. Brought to you by PleaseComeToFlorida.com. Trying to track down the ad agency for that particular commercial because apparently they could not find the sound effects for a seagull and how to use a penguin. But that's okay. How are you, Fritz? <laughs> Good. I think seagulls were uh, union. That's no, I see. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Union scale. <laughs> right. And those penguins, they'll work for nothing. <laughs> sardines, <laughs> they'll work for sardines. I get that. it. Ha ha. All right. Where are we with Fritz on the street? Who's got the scores? I do. Uh, oh, you have? Well, yeah, go ahead, Matt. Okay. Uh, at uh, Tied for third place yes. are Jim and Jack with 56 points. All right. In second place, I have 60. Wow. And Pinkman has a clear lead with 70 points. 70 oh, yeah. points. Okay, very good. Uh, so I've got 10 questions. I'm ready. I've got five. I am so ready. 
Same. What was that, Jack? I hope his fiance wants to get married on a Tuesday. I am so ready. <laughs> I've got five current event questions, five general sure. knowledge trivia okay. questions. Yeah, far away. If you yeah, think you know it, chime in for that exactly. bonus point. I know Jim. where you're going with this. Stop it. We did this for a couple of seasons. Go ahead. Question number one. Last Jim. week. Black Panther. That is incorrect. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> good guess. It was a good guess. Last week, the widow of Richard Pryor confirmed. Pinkman. Jack Pinkman. Marlon Brando. That is correct. Yes. Full question. Last week, the widow of Richard Pryor confirmed the late comedian once slept with which Hollywood leading man? Pinkman, you got that one right with Marlon Ooh. Brando. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Marlon Brando or Brando? Ooh, this was a popular story. Uh, six. Six oh, for boy. Pinkman. Five. Five for Jack. No clue. I'll go four. Uh, no clue. I'll go four. Three. Four for, four for Jim, three for Mo. Ooh. With answers of three, four, and five yeah, yeah. from the file. Yeah. What? I bing, said bing, six. Bing. Yeah, oh. you said three, uh, three, four, five, and six. Well, right. now I know I'm wrong. Last week, the widow of Richard Pryor confirmed the late comedian once slept with which Hollywood leading man? Marlon Brando. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Marlon Brando. No clue. Marlon Brando. <laughs> Wait, whoa. I uh, definitely don't know about this one either. Oh, man, I don't know this either. Marlon Brando. Three. Oh, there you go. No, I four. Was four. That was, that was four. four. Oh, was that four? Yeah. Oh, my well, God. he doesn't even know. Oh, come on. Don't you know the number of ants? Oh, I'm sorry. You want to play it again? Yeah, slipped up twice. Yeah. Well, you know, we last week, sure. the widow of <laughs> Richard Pryor confirmed the late comedian once slept with which Hollywood leading man? Marlon Brando. Eddie Murphy. Marlon Brando. No clue. Marlon Brando. Wait, whoa. I uh, definitely don't know about this one either. Oh, man, I don't know this either. Marlon Brando. Four. Uh, four. At the yeah. end, yeah. Mm -hmm. Four, yeah. so Jim's picking up two. Mm -hmm. Mo yep. and Jack each picking up one. Yeah, All right. Nice. Hey, go. thank you for having my back, guys. I think I, You're okay. welcome. Yeah. I'm mind-melding with them. I got it. Here we go. Got it. Question two. Yeah. San Jim. Diego. <laughs> oh, well, that's good, Pop. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, San Diego. Uh, San Diego. Hmm. <sighs> that's uh that's um um yeah that's lady gaga <laughs> good guess <laughs> san diego in california borders what mexican city jack, jack. tijuana tijuana is correct no clue <laughs> jack out of eight answers how many do you think said <laughs> tijuana san diego in california borders what mexican city i'm gonna go five six Five for Jack, six for Jim. Six for me. Six for Mo. Four. Four for Pinkman. Mm. With answers of four, mm. five, and mm. six from the file. Mm. Bing, bing, bing. Someone's picking up two points. San Diego in California borders what Mexican city? Tijuana. Tijuana? Tijuana? I really don't know. Tijuana. San Juan. Tijuana. Tijuana? Six. Damn it. Mo right. and Jim picking up two. All right. Jack is picking up one. All right, hold mm -hmm. on. I, you know, I like okay. this game. I have so to far. think about this. Now. Do you? Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Okay. Mm -hmm. Question three. Yeah. Barack Obama's Jim. portrait. Incorrect. That <laughs> 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 was close as you've been, though. Barack Obama's newly unveiled portrait at the Smithsonian shows the former president surrounded by what? Moira. No? Flowers. That is correct. Uh, uh, I would have taken uh, environment, uh, flowers, greenage, foliage. Uh, uh, I was going to say ivy, but it was... Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, know. right. Well, yeah, jasmine. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mo, out of eight answers, how many do you think said the environment, green, flowers, flowers greenery? Pretty much um, anything. 
Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. A green background. We couldn't tell what Doritos. it is. What the question? Can you read the question again, please? <laughs> Barack Obama's newly unveiled portrait at the Smithsonian shows the former president surrounded by what? Mm, okay. And you were very liberal on what they would be allowed to say. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. I think it was only, I don't think anybody saw it. Three. Four. Three. Three for Mo, four for Jim. Five. Five for no. Pinkman and oh, Jack. <laughs> Question number three with answers of three, four, and five from the file. Barack Obama's newly uh, unveiled portrait at the Smithsonian shows the former president surrounded by what? Shrubberies. His family? Not a clue about this one. Dang it. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Flowers. Money signs. Dogs. The weather underground. What the hell? One for Mo. Because there's only two, most two, of them. Two, okay, I'll take anything. One point from Okay, Jeez, thank I mean, you. I just, I mean, I mean, whatever. It just came out. Nobody's, they <laughs> haven't had a chance. <laughs> no clue. I'm ready. Question I'm, four. Uh, Tierra del Fuego. Jim. Jim? Tierra del Fuego. Argentina. Oh, incorrect. Damn it, I'm close, though. Yep. Tierra del Fuego is an archipelago located off the southernmost tip of which continent? Moira, Mo? South America. That is correct. Moe's picking up that one. Damn, I was going to say Antarctica. Moe, out of eight answers, how many people do you think said South America? Of what continent? Tierra del Fuego is an archipelago located off the southernmost tip of which continent? Archipelago. Yeah, archipelago, right? Archipelago. I, I always skip that word. Tainted and unclean. Yeah. Tainted and unclean. As long as he said it I the same way to everybody. Tainted and unclean. Yeah. I always want to say like like architecture. Archipelago. Yeah. I always want to say archipelago, which I yeah. know is wrong too. Um, I think that was off the southern tip of what continent? I think that was probably six. Six. For Mo. Seven. Seven for Pinkman. Five. Five for Jack. I'll go. Eight. Six. Six. <laughs> six for Jeff. Eight. Question four with <laughs> answers of five, six, and seven from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Mm -hmm. Tierra del Fuego is an archipelago located off the southernmost tip of which continent? Asia? South America? South America? South America. Africa. South America? So we're in South America? Yes, South America. Six. There you go. So Mo and Jim picking up two. Jack and Pinky picking up one each. All right, how many more questions do we have? I got six. You got six? All right, one more before we take a break. You got it. Question five. Yeah. In which city? Jim. Are... Jim. <laughs> Come on. I think Come he on. forgets the game. and he's, just, <laughs> he's so conditioned to say his name, he forgets why he's saying it. I know. Wait a minute. It's which city? Think about the news, Jim. Which city? Uh -huh. That's in uh, Pyongyang. Incorrect. <gasps> Pingman. Pingman. Pyongyang. That is correct. Oh. 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 Pyongyang. Pyongyang is North Korea. The, yeah. way, the way he said incorrect. Uh, yeah. I also, Good job. Nice Good job. Gosh. I have to give it to you. Yeah. My heart broke on that one. In which city are the 2018 uh, oh. Olympic Winter Games being held? Pinkman, you got that right. <laughs> oh, somebody's uh, going to say P.F. Chang. Oh, you know man. Him, right? uh, Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Pyongyang or Pongchang? Six. Pongchang? Yeah, because people were like, I don't know how to pronounce Close it. enough. Six right. for Pinkman. Oh, is that what they were saying? Well, okay. They say ping pong. You're no, going to give them a... <laughs> no, they yeah, ping pong, ding dong. Environment. I'm going to go five again. Five for Jack. What did Pinkman say? Six. Mo? Mm. Yeah. Six. Five. 
Six for Mo, five for Jim. Well, if he knew so clearly, why didn't he just bust out with it? Why did you have to wait for me? Just wait. You got to cover. Right. You know, you got to see how other people are playing All the right, game. Fine. Question yeah. five with answers of uh, five and six from bing, the file. Bing, bing. Yeah, there we there go. go. In which city are the 2018 Olympic Winter Games being held? Pyeongchang. 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 South Korea. I can't even pronounce it. Pyeongchang. 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 That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was that last one? Pyeongchang. I don't know. Pyeongchang. <laughs> Chong. Well, to don't know. be fair, he prefaced that some people pronounced it funny. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know which vowel does the talking. Oh, somebody the first said, uh, does the ding dong. No, he didn't do ding dong. <laughs> now, seriously. He was close. Yeah. Oh. So, Pinkman, yeah. MO, picking up two each. Jim and Jack picking up one. All right, take a little break. We'll come back. Five more questions to go with Fritz on the street on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, this is Pinkman from the Phillips File, and you're listening to Fritz on the Street. Fritz on the Street, five questions to go. Fritz on the Street brought to us in part by... Hey, you there, with the eyes and the hair. How do you wake up every morning? Oh, with a cup of coffee, of course. But then I like to carefully catalog the songbirds in my backyard. What if I told you the Espresso Man 2020 did all that and more? Well, I'd be over the moon with happiness. With an all-new, high-speed, Quantificuti relay sensor, the Espresso Man 2020 greatly improves on previous models. Along with a fine espresso, the Espresso Man 2020 will trap and ensnare local birds. The Espresso Man 2020. Start the day every day. Okay. All right, back to Fritz on the street. Five questions to go. You ready, Fritz? I am so ready. Yeah, I think I got. I took the time to, to you know Focusing get this straight. Yeah. I got it now. Okay. I'm ready. All right, you okay, ready? Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question six. Chime in Jim. if you think you know it. <laughs> no, no, stop it. He just said chime in. Yeah. It's not the question. I'll at least give you that. There you go. Question six. Yeah. In the Jim. human. Oh, in the human body. Or human. something else. The answer is twenty-seven. No, in the human body. In a row. Two. That is incorrect. <laughs> in the human body, which internal organ is divided into the duodenum, the jejunum, and the Moira, ilium? your no? stomach? That is incorrect. Oh. It's a good guess. Pink man. Pinkman? The brain. That is incorrect. Oh, you do what? I don't know where duodenum is. Uh, Jack, that would be your... Intestines. Okay, specify. Damn it! <laughs> I, I went vague on purpose. Large intestine. That is incorrect. It's Damn the it. small oh, intestine. Oh, the small intestine. Uh, let's see. Pinkman, you got uh, question five right. Let's have you start off. In the human body, which internal organ is divided into the duodenum, the jejunum, and the ileum? Out of eight answers, how many do you think said small intestine? Three. They had Three. to say small? Yeah. Because yeah. if they're like guts, I'm like, well, specify. <laughs> it's your gut. What did you say? I'll go two. I said three. One for Jack, two for Jim. Two for me. Two for Mo. Mm-hmm. Question six with answers of one, two, and three from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Someone's mm. picking up two points. In the human body, which internal organ is divided into the duodenum, the jejunum, and the ileum? The small intestine. Bladder. Liver. Throat. The brain? That's the large intestine. Small intestine? Yep. The lungs? Two. two. So Mo and Lame. Jim picking up two points. Mm-hmm. Pinky and Jack picking up one point each. Right, now, now I kick it into high gear. Oh, here we, we have go. Four more. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Question yep. seven. Yep. Recently. Jim, Russia. That's incorrect. 
<laughs> Recently, what? Uma Thurman opened up about Jack. him. Jack? Harvey Weinstein. That is incorrect. Pinkman. Pinkman? Quentin Tarantino. That is correct. Oh, nice. my God. I don't, even know what, I don't even know what this question is before it's already been over. Recently, Uma yeah. Thurman opened up, about a ne- opened up about a near-death car accident she suffered Kill Bill. while filming mm. Yep, while filming at the points. hands of which yeah, famous director. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a point. No. No, you won't. <laughs> I still haven't heard the question. Oh, come on. Nope. The full question. Recently, Uma Thurman opened up about a near-death car accident she suffered while filming at the hands of which famous director? Pinkman got that one right. Pinky, mm-hmm. out of eight answers, how many sure. do you think said Quentin Tarantino or Tarantino? Five. Five oh, for Pinkman. Yeah. Six? Six for Mo with a question mark. Six? I'm going to go five. Five oh. for Jim. I think you're good with that. Come on, Jack. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Cover your bases, baby. Yeah, these guys won't know. Like Spielberg, what seven, seven for two. <laughs> wow! Oh sense. wow! I like it. <laughs> Question seven it's on the edge with answers of five, six, and seven hey, from the file. If you're already in last, what, what's there to lose? Oh, exactly. <laughs> bing, bing, bing! Oh, 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 come on, Jack. Recently, Uma Thurman opened up about a near-death car accident she suffered while filming at the hands of which famous director? Tarantino. Oh. Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my God. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Five. Quentin Tarantino. Six. Oh, Jack. Oh, no, I Jeez, Jack. No Mo, clue. Mo's picking up two. Everyone else picking up one. There you go. Question eight. We have three more remaining. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. You got it, it now, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, because now it's get, it gets weird. All right, good. Question eight. Uh-huh. What is the Jim. only... That's uh, that is Nigel the Bird. Stop. What is that? Nigel the Bird. You haven't read about Nigel? Nope. Hello. 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 Question. Nigel the Bird died oh. after falling in love with a concrete replica. I'm sorry. <laughs> he courted a concrete replica oh. in some island where they're trying to repopulate these birds, and he spent months, you know, courting, oh, <laughs> courting this around. concrete, and finally. <laughs> No, poor Nigel. Get the bucket. Poor, poor Nigel. Nigel, you know what I'm saying? She would not return his affection. Mm-mm. Question eight. What is the only Disney movie to reach the two-hour mark in length? Mm. Pink oh, Man. Pink Man. Lion King. That is incorrect. Damn it. Oh, I know that. Oh. Um, Moira. No. Snow White. Incorrect. Jack, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Incorrect. Jim, what is it? Is it Ice? Me frozen. Frozen. Mm-mm. That too. <laughs> that was the other Disney movie. <laughs> it is. What was it? Fantasia. Oh, Fantasia. Oh, that's What'd you movie. say, Jack? Sorcerer's Apprentice. Which, which part of Fantasia? I I was thinking Fantasia, but I couldn't remember the name. Uh, no, yeah. I was. Yeah, I was thinking Frozen. I just and remember you said the, ice. It's okay. Mickey in the wizard hat. Yeah, yeah. that's a good yep. one. And night on. You ever see Mountain. that stoned? No, it's uh, a great experience. Well, he's not saying. Notice he's not saying. Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> uh-huh. I've never seen it. Oh, oh baby. you're missing out. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, now yeah. you have to pass. You can go anytime. <laughs> yeah, you got to see that on the big screen. Yeah, I don't know if that's still in theaters. It's probably not. <laughs> All right, fine. Pinkman, because uh, you got question seven right. <laughs> Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Fantasia? What is the only Disney movie to reach the two hour mark in length? Uh, three. Three for Pinky. One. One for Mo. Two. Two for Jim? Yeah, somewhere in there, right? Nah. Zero.
Zero. Oh, you might, might be you. right. You might be right, Jack. The the oft overlooked zero. Yes, uh, indeed. Answers of zero, one, two, and three from the file. Oh, wait, can I change mine to double zero? Stop it. Sure. I think you might be right, Jack. It's like you roulette. Got a strange feeling. You're right <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Uh, somebody got it. Someone's picking up two points. What is the only Disney movie to reach the two-hour mark in length? Uh, I don't know. The Lion King. Fantasia. No clue. Snow White. Fantasia. Uh, Pocahontas. Fantasia. Three. Three. Oh, Finally, wow. three. Point. So Pinkman's picking up two. Jim's picking up one. Mm. All right, I'm not through here yet. I've got some other things. Game. How many do we have? Two more. Uh, oh boy. Okay, I'm ready. Question nine. Yeah. Which Jim, wh- Grand Canyon? That is incorrect. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Question nine. Which White House staff secretary resigned last week? Pinkman. Moira. Pinkman. Porter. That is correct. Which White House staff secretary resigned last week amidst domestic yeah. violence accusations? Pinky out of eight. How many do you think said Rob Porter or Porter? Ooh, uh, four. Four for uh, Pinkman. That might be too many. Mm-hmm. Mm. Three. Three for Jack. Three for me. Three for Mo. I'll go four. Four for Jim. With answers of three and four from the file. Which White House staff ah. secretary resigned it's last less. week amidst yeah. domestic violence accusations? Bring on the hate mail. Something something Porter. But I can't recall at the time, so I don't know. Oh, God, I don't know his name. Carl Winslow. Wow, I'm going to get three. Rob Porter. I don't know. Two. Yeah. So Mo and Jack picking up one each. Nice. Here is the last question. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Hold on. Okay. Got it. Question two. <laughs> I, I got it. Now, why would you got it now and all this stuff? All right. Because it's okay. all come together. Okay, good. Question 10. Yeah. What is the Jim. name? Mm. What is the name? (laughs) Okay. What is the name? Come on, you got this. Well, I'm just going to go ahead with the with the answer. It doesn't. I was going. The lion ate the poacher. That is incorrect. Oh, the dingo ate my baby. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That story. You know that story. Yeah, Mm -hmm. pretty crazy. Yeah, I love it. When when animals attack. It's a good one. It is a good one. Question ten. What is the name of the first album released by American rock band Bon Jovi? Come Come on. What are you? Come on. Bon Jovi. That is correct. <laughs> Nicely <laughs> done, Jack. Stupid self That's albums. ridiculous. Jack, out of eight <laughs> answers, how many do you think said Bon Jovi? Uh, four. Four for Jack. What's the name of the first album? Um, by bon Jovi? Five, believe it or not. Five for Binkman. Four. Four for Mo. I'll go think five. That's right. It's too many. Five for Jim. With five. answers of four and five from the file. Here's question 10. What is the name of the first album released by American rock band Bon Jovi? No clue. 84 Degrees Fahrenheit? Slippery When Wet? Uh Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi's hits. Bon Jovi? (laughs) Slippery When Wet? Bon Jovi. Three. So Mo and Jack are picking up one point each, and that is Fritz on the Street. Oh, wow. I couldn't believe that Nigel Bird wasn't in there. (laughs) Seriously. I, I was holding I mean, on to yeah. that one too. I must have Chloe slept Kim on that one. or you know anything, what half if, pipe, anything. Lady Gaga didn't she cancel her concert? I mean her. Uh, she did because of pain. Yeah. Great. Well, day. I see you didn't throw that one in there because I forgot. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to have a better uh, Jack. Note. Right, what do we got? I don't even. Know. Great day for Moira no. who had an unbelievable amount mind melding with the listeners. <laughs> oh no. The the one she often tears apart. That's true. No clue. However, she scored 16, Ooh, 16. points today. Good job, Mom. Good job. Uh, Jim and Pinkman each had 11. I finished with 10. 
So the new totals are Pinkman still in first with 81, but only a five-point lead now over Moira with <sighs> 76. Oh, Take him down this year. She was down by trailed by 10 at the start of the day, now only trails by five. Jim, you have sole possession of third place with 67. I'm one point behind with 66. Nice. No Russia, no air, airliner crash in Russia. No half No helicopter no crash in, in, in the, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. I need to... Take Nothing about out. Elon Musk. No Lady Gaga. Oh, that's what I thought we were going to get was the... the yeah, this the, game sucks. No Nigel the Bird. I feel awful, Jim. You should feel bad. <laughs> no, no. It, this game is fan-damn-tastic. Yeah, you, oh, you, you don't want to go no. there, Mo. Be very careful of bragging. You know how that works sometimes. <laughs> oh, I'm not in the lead. At least I'm not in the basement. I, I spent the whole year in the basement last year. Can't wait till next Tuesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait for you to go to Hawaii. Where is, oh, that's right. I got to come back on Tuesday. Thank you. Good job, Fritz. Thank you very much. Thank Fritz you, on the street every Tuesday on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman tried hiding from the police by putting a laundry basket over her head. It probably would have worked better for her if she used one without holes in it. Amateur. Next, a class action lawsuit against Amazon says that the website is not accessible to the blind. Uh, I mean, well, I'm not sure exactly what to say here. Finally, a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan in England thought he was getting a good deal on tickets but when he got to the show, he discovered it was actually a Red Hot Chili Pipers concert that involves bagpipe players. Eden Haggis, Eden Haggis, Eden Haggis now. <laughs> Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app and transmission. That's right, and you can take us with you and listen to Fritz on the Street every Tuesday evening, wherever you are if you download that free iHeartRadio app right now. You get to listen to real radio and all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. All you have to do at the moment is go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. Seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Listening to the Phillips File. Real Radio. Can I make the time for me to come and get it blessed by my She spoke to me 
right, tomorrow, Valentine's Day, among other things, if I remember or feel like it, uh, we'll have Mr. Pinkman read a love poem to Jack, oh, like Ollie used to. That's <laughs> lovely. Think you can do it? Oh, with emotion, I, with heart? I or, love it. I can I, do that. I remember we used to Did do you this. Otto was so awkward. Who had to read it? Was it Jack to Otto? Or? Uh, we, we, both. We had to go back and forth, and I think Otto was doing better. I had a hard time maintaining the seriousness of the moment. Um, but to break Otto up, I would put I would run my hand up his thigh as oh, he read creepy. it to me. Doesn't your wife like you to read a poem or write no, a write poem a to poem. her? She her wants birthday me to write or, yeah, uh, or Valentine's you know, Day. Something a little more anytime. Any you know, you want to share your feelings and express your love. Something more meanif- meaningful than the card writer at Hallmark. I'll do. find one for you, Pinkman. You're oh, not gonna Oh, some lovely yeah, thing. Yeah, choose some limerick or something. Mm. Oh boy. There once was a girl from Nantucket. Mm-hmm. I and I maintain we do something tomorrow that we did one other time. What at? Uh, this is a game uh, this stems Dang. from a game that my my wife used to do. During uh, what was this show? Uh, Taxi Cab Confessions. Yeah, you watch it with a group of people. You write down certain phrases, and then you turn it into a, a poem at the end. Ooh. So we, throughout the show, keep track of certain uh, um, you know phrases okay. or things that come up, and then at this time tomorrow, okay. we each deliver a short poem based on things that we took out of tomorrow's show. Yeah, okay. Oh, I love it. Didn't we try that once? We did it one other time. I think it worked real well. I don't remember. But we saved it for Valentine's Day. Oh. Must have been in Alaska or something. I don't remember. You were here. No. All right, Craig. So tomorrow, Mr. Mm. Pinkman will melt your hearts real good. Oh. He's got the voice for it. Hello. Oh. <laughs> He's got, he's got a good voice. It's just the you know, the emotion. <laughs> it the, just, um, comes out so slowly. And flat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, kind of yes. monotone. A little monotone Yeah, but. Yes. I believe the word is smooth. <sighs> no, that wasn't really yeah, what no, the we word were, is. We no. weren't really mm-hmm. thinking of that word. Smooth, smooth isn't right at all, no. Smooth. Creamy. No. no, no. no. Creamy. Clouded cream. I've never heard they got a creamy voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You know Lou Rawls. Let's just say that about that. Yeah, I am. Mm. Yeah. Tomorrow, wear a turtleneck or a dicky or something. I don't exactly in a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Now that's an outfit. Jim, yeah, I heard it's from a velour. Yes. <laughs> just got an email from one Mister Michael Andrew. Nice guy. He's on the bus. On the the, the, the band is on now? their way to Athens. I'm saying I'm thinking Georgia over yes, Greece because yeah. they're taking a bus. Yeah. Uh, but wanted to thank us for all our efforts helping him. He said it was a special night last night, and it was great crowd. And uh, like you know, Michael. it's his hometown crowd, so a good it, man. It, he really enjoyed it. But he's performing with the the Gershwin Big Band, and uh, it, it was just an awesome night. And many of our listeners I saw there who heard good. us talking, having Michael on, plans and, and, and about uh, it. things just got a. Upside down mm-hmm. a little bit, but that's just the way it goes. He's a great entertainer. He's a great singer, and he's a band leader, and he's he's just a cool customer. He's one of those guys that got, has an element, an aura of cool about him. And so, you know, he walks into the room and goes, that's it. Okay. That's it for me. I'm out of here. Cancel the piano player and the guy telling the jokes. <laughs> he is. Michael Andrew. Now, there's a smooth customer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But crowd was great. Sound was great at, at the Plaza Theater. Good. and. And I, Jim, you were correct. I counted. I truly did it. Seventeen piece band. Seventeen. Yep. Seventeen piece oh. big band. Yep. But I, I, when I went out there, stood on, 
the spot I stood 14 years earlier and, you know. What would you say? I said, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Jack Bradshaw from the Phillips File on Real Radio. I hate he's a no, bag. That actually got a little <laughs> applause, and then I just said, well, thank you. And then I said, the Phillips File, uh, on the Phillips File, it's a talk show, and my boss, Jim Phillips, uh, one Ooh. one time, many years ago, talked about a guy he saw singing and and was an unbelievable talent, and his name is Michael Andrew. And then they they started really applauding not. again, and I wasn't ready for that, so I waited, I waited. And Ooh, then nice, I said, nice move. I said, and a friendship was born. And uh, uh, and in 2003, I stood on this very stage in this very spot, and I had the honor of introducing Michael and his band at the time. And, Good for you. And and since that time, he's traveled the world, entertaining thousands of people. Nice. And tonight, Michael, along with uh, Michelle Amato and the Gershwin Big Band, are giving you American Rhapsody, the Gershwin Songbook. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together nice. for the Gershwin Big Band. Woo! Nice and then job. They started playing. Oh yeah. I walk off, shook Michael's hand, went around to my seat. Nice job, Jack. Thank you very much. And your tuxedo got a round of applause for itself. It, yeah, it did well. Uh, I, was I it know- a relief to take it off when you got home? Oh, you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's like, damn, I got to go back to the Y. Did you wear the shiny shoes? Yeah, not not shiny shiny shoes. My black dress shoes. Oh, Medium oh. shiny. Like patent leather shoes? Yeah. No, that's tuxedo shoes or shiny shoes. Oh, right? yeah, not that shiny. You yeah, don't you need know. to wear patent no, no, leather I wear, shoes. I, I'll wear black dress shoes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But my cuff was improperly folded. Oh, and, yeah, it's sticking out. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you can fold them back, Jack. Fold the French cuffs back. And then put the thing through it. Yeah, yeah, cuff yeah. Cufflink. Yeah. Forgot it's the right. cufflinks. Thanks again to Steve oh. Kraber, one for him for yeah. life. One cufflink for life.com. Um, All right. Very good. Good job, Jack. And uh, congratulations to Michael Andrew. And uh, best of luck to him. We we like him a lot. He's uh, been a real good friend of this program as well. Let's get PPT underway. Person, place, or thing. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? A four-pack of tickets to see Def Legend with two Gs, the Def Leppard Tribute Band at House of Blues on Saturday, March 17th. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Good enough. Let's get it underway. Here's Mark. You're first up. Mark, pick a person, a place, or a thing. Person, please. Let's do it, person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Thank you very much. My creamy voice. Oh, creamy is not right. <laughs> yeah, huh? Who is this person? This person. Clue number one. This person was born in a New York City borough, but raised upstate. Okay, I kind of get it. Yeah, this person was born in a, in a New York City borough, but raised upstate. Bill Smith. Okay, there we go. That's your final answer. No, not Will Smith. There you go. Nice try, though. He was from West Philadelphia. Here's Mark. Here we go. Mark, clue number two. He and his producer wife have produced two children via a surrogate. Uh, Kanye West. Kanye West. That's your final answer? Not really, but yeah. Well, really, you're wrong. Here we go to uh, number three, Jackson. Clue number three, Jackson. This stand-up guy took acting lessons from Helen Hunt's father and the Groundlings. That'd be, uh, must be Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield, yeah, okay. That's your final answer. No respect. No, wrong. Two more to go. If you think you know the answer, uh, text us at realmobile 770 
301. What do I have, James? Is that that's James, left, right? He's the last one. Hey, James, if you don't get it on this clue, I'll give you another one, all right? Clue number four, right. he left a good impression on SNL Saturday Night Live and co-hosted the Weekend Update segment. Oh, my God. Born in New York, raised upstate. Yep. He and his producer wife have produced two children via, via a sur- surrogate. Uh, stand-up guy took acting lessons from Helen Hunt's father. Oh, one more clue. Left a good impression on <laughs> SNL. Co-hosted the weekend update segment. Clue number five. If you stay up late tonight, he'll show you a good time. Oh. Oh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. All right. That's your final answer? Yep. Yeah, baby. There you go. Good job, man. Jimmy Fallon. What do you think about that? Nice. I didn't know any of that. No. Neither did I. How's he doing in the ratings? I know he's getting a little bit, had, had gotten a little bit more political. He has. Yeah, a Which little more in the monologue, absolutely. Working to his benefit. Yeah. Yeah, because Colbert was... Kicking his butt. Yeah. yeah. Kimmel, the rest. Mm-hmm. All right. Olympics tonight, right? Absolutely. You're going to see the... What's on, what's on tap tonight? Gold medal round for snowboarding. So that's Sean White okay. looking to get... Uh, going for his third goal in his fourth Olympics. He got shut out at uh, Sochi. And uh, although he put down a 98.5 out of 100 on the qualifying round, you know, that's all wiped clean. And uh, he's going to have to earn it tonight. Yeah, I got young guns now. I mean, everybody because of him. Uh-huh. You know, they... Uh, no doubt, yeah. They come along. Mm-hmm. Give him some competition. Let's see. Also, tonight, women's alpine skiing slalom, the first run. That's yeah. going to be live on NBC. Not my favorite. Figure skating, the pairs short program. What does that mean? So they, it, they have the short and the longer program. Yeah, no, right? but the I mean, long, what, like, what does that entail, the short program? Short program, it's just a, a shorter amount of time, but it's pairs, so it's the couples. Okay, do they have it. to do certain routines in the short program as opposed to the long program? They have to hit certain they benchmarks, they essentially yes. do whatever they want? Right. Okay. Right. And it's not the ice dancing, it's I don't care figure skating. Yeah, and I don't so care for ice dancing. It's more technical, and they'll have more man. tosses and, and stuff. It, it's, it's something I am fascinated to watch, and I will happily watch every four years. But catch me a year from now, yeah. Yeah. no interest. No national championships or anything no, like that? no. No, I don't know why. Maybe the championships if I catch them, but... And the qualifying a little bit because I know it's leading up to the Olympics. But something about when you put your country's, you know, flag on your uniform and then you go out there, it makes me want to watch. Right, it's true. Do you uh, watch anything that doesn't involve us? Very. I mean, if we're doing piss poor? Right, yeah. If, if it's just Norway and the Czech Republic, will you yeah, watch like the that? the United and, States, you know, number 19 in the biathlon or something? It depends on the event. I'll watch a little of it. Yeah. yeah, I won't be glued to it like for results, but I'll watch a little just to get a feel for yeah, each I can event. See that, yeah. um, of course, you got the oh mixed doubles curling gold medal match tonight. Uh, That's on CNBC. Who's in that? The mixed doubles? I don't know. It's Canada and Russia and mm-hmm. us. News junkie or C Lane was talking about. There's one of these uh, female curlers that everybody's going gaga oh. over. Uh, the Russian one. What's her name? Uh, Alexis or something? Something like that. I think she's on the website, RubeRadio.fm. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. She is pretty attractive. Russian? Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. All right. I'll catch a little bit of it. Man, there's nothing new, essentially, in the politics of that arena. I mean, I just... 
And you know what? Mm-mm. It'll what? be there tomorrow when That's you watch true. your morning That's show. That's kind of a nice relief. You know, you get <laughs> exhausted nice. by a lot yeah. of this Trump nonsense. So why not watch some curling? Trump fatigue. All right, we'll get out of here. Good program today. Thank you, Fritz. Thank you very much for Fritz on the street. Busy day tomorrow, of course, Wednesday edition of The File. Scott Maxwell, Shot Doctor. Uh, all your great thoughts and opinions and calls, if we get any. That's it. Tomorrow starts at 3 right after Shawnee's The New Chunky with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Tonight's the night. It could be your last chance to vote in the Monsters Comedian of the Year competition.